trade services, Lavazi and Book1.co.uk present the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast, episode 563. I'm Adam and I'm sat here in the Isle of Wight wondering what the hell is going to happen. And here's Robert Haynes, who is... Did you check your recording levels? Thanks for that, Robert. It really helps. Mary Lang, who is... In Chicago, where it's a cool and rainy day and I'm eager to hear what you have to say. Who me? I'll tell you in a minute. And over there in the heart of it all, controlling everything... Is Davros? I mean, Kirby Bartlettstone. Have you checked your recording levels? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, thanks for not telling anybody where. You, I know you you don't want your address uh, uh, fed out to anyone, Robert. So we'll, we'll just say he's in, in, in Australia, Australia, which is a little Australia. island somewhere in the southern West, hemisphere. Western Australia. Where's that? Yeah. Yeah. Down under. Yes. Sorry, that's my ring doorbell going off, by the way. How, how, how do you guys uh, walk around upside down? With our feet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, so um, this week we are at Kerkon Kerberos, apparently for the last time. We haven't done no, it for a few I, years. I cause... am. Oh, you are. <laughs> Why, Kirby? Yeah. You, you're not here. No. But what's going on then? In regards to Conquistorbrus, because you did imply there won't be any more. I'll, I'll take it from what you're saying now. This this is a, a new beginnings for Conquistorbrus. I can't even say it was not. Well, uh, it's called Conquistorbrus, our last chapter. Yes. Uh, this this is the last one that Bonnie is running. Oh, so I there may heard, be another one. I I I have heard rumors that someone else may take over, but that's mm. unofficial. Oh, yes, that's what you'll be being all coy. I know you'll do it. It'll be Matthew Cressel, who I've got a great big list of things to winding <laughs> up with. <laughs> I, I just wish that I knew where he was. So he he could... knows he's going to try and make any excuse not to come in here because he's going to get... Uh, just tell him Ben's not there because that will halve his, uh, his Mickey taking of me. <laughs> yeah. of me Mickey taking of I, he, he's disappointed as how many years bringing us uh, big name people? <laughs> Zero. No, he he didn't bring us Paul McGann the one year. And that's the main one. That, I no, think, wait, I we think, didn't I have, think you'll did, find did there we were have, more. Uh, uh, Mark Shepard. Mm, that would have been nice, uh, but no, I think there were more. Mary will remember later on, but um, it doesn't matter about Paul McGann because I interviewed him. Um, on the Isle of Wight, uh, four it years did. ago, five years ago, so it doesn't Are you going to do that again this year? Is, is uh, corner some of these guests for us to talk to? I'll tell you what. Oh well, um, it won't be possible to do a live link up because of the logistics. Um, and I, that, this is why I was going to take the Mickey out of, of Matthew because obviously I run the event. So. Yeah, I've done how we managed it that first one to be fair, uh, and that sort of fell apart, didn't it? If I remember rightly, Kobe came on, and yeah. then we just couldn't yeah. keep everything together. So it, it was too much. We had a big enough audience to just do a recorded show on stage anyway, which was really nice. But um, and that's because it was a two-day event. We only did it on the Sunday, 
at the show. I can't see it. For, so basically, the easiest way is me to, if I get the time to go around and do interviews with the guests. Um, Paul Wilson will interview them on stage as well. We'll record that. We'll put that out as a video like we did this time. So anybody wants to see interviews with the likes of Michael Jaston and uh, Simon Bush, um, <laughs> Simon Fisher Becker and uh, Gareth David Lloyd, uh, those are all on YouTube and on the 20 Megabyte Podcast YouTube channel. Um, where we had uh, Fantasy Con in November. So they're quite good, actually. I haven't watched them all yet, because I, I, I didn't see them when I was at the event, because I was busy. Uh, so, yeah. Unfortunately, Kirby, no. These, this is great, because you're, you, we've got you as a technical expert to facilitate this particular um, part of the, the I was, tradition. I was sitting in the back of, back of this room uh, while uh, Mike Faber was talking about the Sandman, just trying to get a connection and everything. So... <laughs> I will say I haven't seen a lot of, of what you've been posting on the 20 megawatt, and I can't even speak. What's it called again, Robert? 20-something, Robert? No, OK, I'll say it. The 20 megawatt Doctor Who podcast Facebook group, which you, you can join. join. But I, I'd like to hear your little, little sort of sum-up of what's been going on at Conquisteros, what you've been enjoying, you know, your little tale of, of the weekend so far. Well, John Barrowman is a hoot. Is he? <laughs> well, there you go. And you know, I can't. I I was not expecting to want to get his autograph, and I I couldn't resist. So I decided to get in an extra special way, and I bought a big, six foot tall sign that said "Welcome." Uh, and uh, it's got a TARDIS at the top of it, and I had him sign that. I, so I, that, I had him sign. That's going to go in my room at home. I had, I had him sign a Funko Pop, which I've had I'm keeping in the shade because the, the sun destroys um, permanent marker pen. I found, uh, as I found with my John Leeson autograph, my John Leeson <sighs> signed K9. So that I made a right big mistake leaving that at the window, didn't I? So the sun's completely wiped it. Um, yes, he is a hoot. I, I, if someone gets a chance to show him that the um, the TikTok of him at Wales Comic Con riding around in that mobility scooter with the baby, it, it's got to be done, hasn't it? Really. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, so what? Come on, more, more, Kirby. It can't just be John Barrowman's a hoot. There must be another stuff going on over the weekend. Uh, well, it's, it's very intimate con because there's not all that many people. Uh, they cut off all the all the pictures you're sending. You know, make things look a little sparse. So I wonder yeah. what the attendance is like. Uh, Mike Faber and I are guessing. Maybe some of you guys are maybe 150. 150 oh, in total. Well, it's we, been busier yeah. in the past, hasn't it? Uh, much busier. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Mary, weren't you? At, were you at just one or two? I was just at one. At one, and that one had probably what 400. Oh yeah, that was packed. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So um, it's probably because it's a restart up, isn't it, Kirby? The the fact that but yeah, uh, after uh, this is we skipped what three years because. Yeah. Of, Five years? Five, was it? Boy. Really? Was that the one that Andy fell asleep at? Uh, the, and Andy fell asleep at Hulanta. Oh, oh <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry, I should remember that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, obviously, <laughs> it's always going to be John Barrowman's the highlight, but there must be other bits and bobs that you know, you've really enjoyed, especially where there's only 150 people there. You, you know, it's plenty of space to walk around, plenty of time to talk to people, I would guess. Yes, and I will be posting a 360-degree video in a few days of a walk-around. Ooh, that sounds good. I like that. Um, why don't we get 
John Peel was interesting. Yeah, John Peel was interesting. The thing is, I never heard of him before uh, yesterday. And, oh, wow. And <laughs> I, I, was, I was on, yeah, I, I know, I've found out since what he has his, uh, written and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot. Uh, yeah. A lot, but yeah. yeah. And I was on a panel with him yesterday. It was on the beginning of Doctor Who, and <laughs> I couldn't get a word in edgewise. Blimey, that's yeah. something nice. <laughs> he uh, he started watching, I believe, on the fourth episode mm-hmm. of Unearthly Child. Well, Adam, that's because he couldn't keep saying master, master, master. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what, what, she, what she's referring to is I, I tend to interrupt this canine on this podcast. Oh, it's canine. Okay. Never. I, 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 I never really realized who it was until you, you explained that one. Yeah, you did. Did Pasta. I really? <laughs> yes, what? Well. Um, anyway, uh, yes. and this morning we had a pan, a very interesting panel where I was, I was actually able to talk some on the villains of Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. wow. Did anybody interrupt you? No. And it, was it a pre-prepared <laughs> talk? Excuse me? Was it a pre-prepared talk, or did you just win well, it? No, I have one of, one of my uh, fellow uh, panel members right here beside me. All right. Ask yourself. All right, my babies. Hello. Slick from Brest. How are <laughs> this is Nick Smith. I did do the villains panel with Kirby, and he got lots of words in edgeways. I'm <laughs> oh. really not surprised. And, and we and we were starting. Uh, it's all based on a a book that uh, Charles Martin, who was also on the panel with us, uh, had. He has a chapter in there, and uh, I bought the book from him. <laughs> uh, it was really interesting. Who else did yeah. we have? Uh, oh, so, uh, oh uh, Jason was mm-hmm. was on the panel as well. Oh, good. He, he knows quite a lot, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Um, uh, what's his name? Kirby, isn't he? He's quite a knowledgeable chap. Am I? No, Jason. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> oh, God's sake. We talked about the best villains, but I really wanted to talk about the worst villains, the ones that really suck. Oh. Um, so we got the Morocks in there and the Dominators and... Yes. What uh-huh. the terrible ones did we get? Oh, we God, we brought up good, the terrible Zoda. That's a good subject. Terrible Doctor. How about the the one out of that Peter Davison story, Warriors of the Deep? Uh, what was that one oh, called? The Merca. The, one... the Merca. The Merca. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh that was yes. Pretty. It wasn't even a villain, was it? It was just um, the uh, Renter Ghost blokes in the wrong costume. Sea Devils, wasn't it? Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's right. The the reintroduction of the Sea Devils. Um, hmm. Very good question. There's been quite a few terrible villains, to be fair. Um, is that that is that Soul Deed, isn't it, from um, the Horns uh, oh, yeah. of Nymon? Nymon! Yeah. They're funny, but not particularly <laughs> not particularly good, to be fair. Impressive Zaroff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you, you brought your little figure of like the... the thing, of, yeah. Of the, he, He's got a figure uh, of the Pating. Oh, I've got one of those oh yes, the old, the old <laughs> Pating. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've got one. Add memories of the Pating. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was a unique item. Now everyone's got one. Yeah. Every every era has to have something that's terrible, isn't it? And that was the thirteenth. Um, hmm. I don't think it was the only one. Wish I'd be yes. given advance no- notice of this particular <laughs> venture to think of terrible. Do- oh, there were certainly some in the. Um, in the first Doctor's era, um, 
but I can't the think slither? of it off the top of my head. The oh, what um, about the, the um, that one that story you hate, Kirby? The Terry Nation story, um, Keys of Marinus. Those sort I of uh, boards. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I actually don't. I, no, I don't. Yeah, the, the brains. I don't like yeah. the Keys of Marinus. I said Aww. that. I'm, I'm what about sorry. The, Zabby? the what? I like. I like Zabby. the uh, that story. No, he's, he's talking about the villains, the villains. Well, and the censorites weren't that great either. Oh yeah, that, oh there was yeah, but the characters were quite evil, although slightly yeah, over the top the evil. But, were okay, yeah. but their costumes were terrible. Yeah, but it was 1964. <laughs> so, are are you doing a Facebook Live or not? Uh, yes, I'm, fa- okay, on I'm, Facebook I'm looking Live for it. Presently. Well, I'll be on the... Oh, God, I hope I'm on the Better right than doing a Facebook day. Yes, it says Adam Pearson is live now in 20 megabyte Doctor oh, Who podcast. Okay. Well, thanks for noticing there me. Yes. <laughs> Gather round. <laughs> you, you can find him on oh, uh, the... We've got Facebook stuff coming through on the live feed. Podcast, which you can join. And that is part of the title. Which you can join. Which you can join, yes. Yeah, if, if you if you, if you can find out how to, basically, I'm going to add that to it. Sure. Yeah, 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast Facebook group, which you can join if you can find out how to. That's going to be the new. <laughs> we've got stuff coming through on the live feed. We've got Brandon Moore says, "Sorry, I'm late. The 21st century is when everything changes, and I wasn't ready." Yeah. And Debbie Murrow's <laughs> bleated with bleated. I all. Sorry, I'm coughing up a storm here. That's not how she talks, she's, by the way. She's wanting us to bring in uh, Barrowman. I doubt that we can get... But get I it. didn't see her say that. She hasn't said that on my, my comments feed here. Kirby. She, so she did earlier. Can you guys so, see that? So I, I, I know. Okay. She, well, she, the really I, big I just, guests, the really big guests, if you brought them in, it would be like a private interview yeah. that everybody would be, you know, packing in the room to listen to. Yeah, well, that would be it, wouldn't it? It's little, yeah. um, it'd be like the Pied Piper. John Barron comes in the room with a mobility scooter and the baby. And everybody will then be in the room, won't they? Yeah, and Debbie Wellrose, <laughs> Debbie Barrow says, sod off, Debbie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why Matthews knows that we're doing this. I don't know why he is ignoring our request to bring people in. Oh, I need the big smack. Uh, if anyone he, knows Matthew, if you could go and find him and ask him <laughs> to, to bring someone in. Like, uh, I, do you really want? Just needs a good smack. Okay. Yeah. I don't think violence will work, Robert. But I understand your um, frustrations. We, someone is going to go and try and find him. I mean, it would be nice to get. Uh, Did you tell him what time we were doing this? Because I got a funny he's feeling. Probably. He, he, <laughs> yes, he, we've gone yeah. back and forth. He's hiding. Well, I mean, he, he's had to let us down in the past after. <laughs> thinking he could bring in some guests and then he couldn't. Ah, but at least this time he did, he did say that he will try, but he doesn't hold out much yeah. hope. Yeah. 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 So, so do oh, you want to tell Debbie. us more about, uh, about your, how long you've been a fan? Oh, yeah, goodness. absolutely. Do. But before he starts with how long he's been a fan, Debbie Melrose says, bring anyone in. So just see if the cleaning lady is out in the hall, in the corridor. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I'm happy enough to do some up. cleaning. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you go you ahead. That, go on. Yeah, do you think I'm, I'm updating <laughs> the database? So go ahead. All right. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> a bit of Doctor Who. I've been watching it since '75. So, Ark in Space is the first one I remember. We're in Falling Out of a Cupboard. Who doesn't love that? And we actually showed it this morning 
we yeah. played the, the story here at the con. Um, right now I edit, um, which one do I edit? Cosmic Mask for the Doctor Who Appreciation Society. Ah, what a marvellous society that is too. It's been around for a while. It has. Yeah. No, oh, was that it? Sorry, I thought you were going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm not going to bang on about how, how I ended up being a fan, because so, uh, we want people to go back and listen to back episodes of the show, but it is on there somewhere. Um, oh. um, Cleanly Lady's not available, Debbie, by the way. Sorry, we just can't sort of get anybody in. I just, I just imagine this this shepherd's hook reaching out of the cup of the door into the hallway, just hopefully to grab somebody, almost like one of those sort of bear grabbing machines, hooking somebody in by by hook or by hook, by hook or by. Anyway, right. So, <laughs> how many people have we got so, in there so then, now Kirby? You're, now you're quoting the prisoner. I, I see. Um, yeah. Quiet. And how many people have we got in there then, Kirby? He doesn't even watch the prisoner. No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. We have oh, we have someone. Some we coming. have someone. Pleasure talking to you, folks. Yeah. Pleasure yes. talking to you too. And uh, come on up. Oh, and uh, <laughs> I'd love to be able to see what's going on. This is fascinating. <laughs> Welcome to the Twenty Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Thank you, uh, thank you for having me. This is Sandra. Hello, Sandra. Gimpel. Hello. And uh, she, she's a uh, stunt woman, long, long time stunt woman, uh, director, just everything I've heard about you is fantastic. Yes. Uh, and we, this podcast is based out of the Isle of Wight. And uh, the, the person you're mainly t- getting here on the other end is a big Star Trek fan. So, <laughs> oh wow! Well, I, I just want to. I just, just stunt people are just amazing. Um, you got. To, I know you've been asked this loads of times. Let, let's hear about some of the the accidents you've had while um, while doing <laughs> stunts. Come on. Yeah, yeah there's spe- not a lot of accidents. <laughs> <laughs> so any any, any hospitalizations while it would be? Yeah, things? like where they told you they they put a mattress, but they hadn't said mattress up to it. Nice one, Mary. <laughs> for both of the, you mean for falling down? Yeah. Yeah, we usually, yeah, there's, there's a, if they don't see the ground, they'll see, um, we'll have a pad on the outside of, you know, outside of camera to fall on. If, you know, if they see the ground, you don't get a pad. You actually just better have your elbows and knee pads on and go for it. So, um, oh my gosh. so, uh, are, 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 how, how, there's, how, What's the sort of most memorable or the sort of most dangerous thing you were involved in while doing stunting? Yeah, was there ever a stunt that you refused to do because mm. you could see it was too dangerous? Yeah. Yeah, actually, um, it was funny. We were just talking about that. I had done a, um, I had said I would do Roller Coaster, which was a movie that um, when the uh, earthquake hits, the roller coaster you know, comes flying off, you know, the the place that it runs on. And um, I accepted the job. And then one of my mentors called and said, um, I don't think you should take this job. I've got a really bad feeling about it because when the roller coaster goes up in the air, you're fine. It gets to the top. Everybody has to get out of that chair because as soon as it starts down, you get sucked into it and you can't get away from the, from the um, 
the chair that you're in. Mm. So I said, are you sure? And he went, no, Santa, please. I have a bad feeling. And, and I trusted my mentors and I said, okay. And I called the stunt coordinator and I said, um, listen, I'm going to pass on the job if that's all right with you. And he said, oh, it's fine. I got a lot of people that want the job, so don't worry about it. Don't, you know, fine. Well, everybody on that chair, on that roller coaster got hurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> so so, it. So, they literally got to the top, and it, so, it happened so fast. As soon as it started down, it sucked everybody in, oh, and they got thrown out like rag dolls. Oh, my so, gosh. I yeah. was very blessed that I didn't take that job. Well, that advice <laughs> is probably some of the best advice you've ever had, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Debbie Melrose, our, our co-presenter, who's not very well today, says, Hi, Sandra. How's your con going? Hi there. Can't hear it. Oh, well, that's, that's oh, fine. No, well, this is slightly, how's your con going? Oh, no, yeah, sorry. Thanks, Debbie. Oh. <laughs> Here, do I need to move this? And I'm hard of hearing anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear? Say Say something, guys. Something, guys. Okay, there you go. There we go. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> sorry, Robert. So how how, how is the yeah, con sorry. going then, Sandra? I'm sorry. How how is the con going for you? Yeah, are they keeping you busy? Yeah. You know, we're on strike here, so um, the whole industry isn't working, which is really terrible. But mm. um, I'm doing conventions, which is very cool, and I get yeah. to meet people and talk about my career yeah. and, um, you know, still do that until they settle this strike, which mm. probably isn't going to be for a while. Oh, mm. So how did, you, how did you get into being a stunt woman? How did, how did that transpire? I was a dancer. Oh. And my timing was good. My coordination was good. And... Um, I auditioned for a show called The Pleasure of His Company with Fred Astaire and Debbie Reynolds and um, got in the show, into the movie industry through that and as a dancer and um, did that show and then started working with Elvis Presley and I did 15 movies with him as a dancer wow. and then when he did Change of Habit, which was the last um, film that he did and went back you know, to doing live shows. Um, I was in the movie industry and decided, well, I guess I'd better do something and um, started doing some background work and Central Casting sent me out on an audition for Lost in Space. They were looking for a new double for Bill Mommy, the little boy who was 11 years old at the time and is now a grown up. Mm. <laughs> and um, he, they started asking me all these crazy questions and said, well, your timing's good, your coordination's good, how about doing stunts? Have you ever thought about doing stunts? And I literally looked at the stunt coordinator who was asking the questions, and I said, what's a stunt? Mm. <laughs> and he said, he explained to me what a stunt was, and um, I said, sure, why not? So I went to the gym three days a week with all the stunt guys, and I learned how to do stunts while I got to work. Wow. And you enjoyed it, obviously. I loved it. Are you wow. kidding me? <laughs> I loved it. I mean, Lost in Space was like a learning experience for me. I was like going to school on the job. You know, I not only got to stand in for him when they lit the, you know, when they light lights and set cameras, 
I got to do his stunt work. I ended up doing monsters on the show. I ended up doing all the voiceovers on the show. <laughs> and the wow. camera guys were so cool that when I was you know, standing in for him, they would say, what lens do we have on the camera? What do you think it is? Where's where's your parameters? You know, where's your key light? So I kind of learned everything. It wasn't just, you know, learning how to do stunts. I learned the business while I was working. Cool. And I was very blessed. I mean, nobody gets to do that, and especially in this day and age. Oh, yeah. Everything is so uh, tightly partitioned off, yes. Very, very much so, but... As a stunt person, you have to know all those things. You have to know rigging. You have to know your cameras. You have to know where your parameters are. Yeah. And it's, you know, you've got to learn that stuff. You can't just, it just doesn't happen. And I was very blessed to learn it all there. And then, you know, while I was doing that show, I got to do Star Trek and just got to play lots of monsters and got to... um, (laughs) Keep working. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, it must have been when when you started out, uh, women being a stunt uh, artist were probably quite rare. I mean, I would imagine most uh, stunts of women characters were done by men or just small men back in the day. They were always men. Mm. I mean, they were even dressing the guys up as women to work. Um, yeah. yeah, I've seen that. Had a, <laughs> that there, had a, there was a stop put to that part of it. Um, it took time. But... Um, you know, women had a big fight ahead of them, and not only in stunt work, as directors, as mm. anything. Um, I mean, I've gone to the Directors Guild meetings and listened to some older stunt, uh, some older director ladies that had been around, you know, in the 80s and trying to get jobs, and they were having a hard, hard time. I mean, I I never really had a hard time. I mean, I, maybe because I was small and I got to double kids, and they didn't have really anybody that was little. So I ended up working a lot and I was very blessed to have two or three guys that were amazing stunt coordinators that took me under the butt their wing and told me and taught me and, you know, made sure I was safe and learned. Oh, well done. I mean, Debbie Melrose says stunt people are some of the best film and TV all rounders. Well, that's true. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have to learn. They have to know everything. They really do. Yeah. You should you should write a book. I did. Hey. Oh, you have. <laughs> oh, nice one, Robert. I did, I did. And it actually came out a couple of weeks ago. And ah. um, <laughs> if you go to my website, it's just sandragimpel.com. You can get the book on my website. Or, uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know if you guys have Amazon there or not. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, you can probably, it's probably easier for you to buy it on Amazon. Yeah. Um, yeah. With me, I never know how much it costs to ship something out of the United States. Yeah, so sure. that gets a little difficult when you go to my website. But um, <laughs> it, it is on Amazon. Yeah. And uh, just say, it's called Stunt Lady. So if you hit, yeah. you know, if you write in Stunt Lady, it should come up. Brilliant. I mean, I, I must admit, uh, Robert gets one of these for the superb segue into that plug. In the, uh, in the, that in plug. the, st- yes. the stunt community, yeah. um, do you guys, because I imagine it's kind of a small community, do you guys like all become like really good friends because you kind of go f- from, you know, the same films to the same TV shows and all that? In the beginning, yes, when I started. 
for sure. It was a family for sure. Um, everybody knew everybody. You trusted, you know, who you were working with. Um, today, it's gotten a little bit bigger or a lot bigger. Um, we have stunt people in practically every state of the union now. And, you know, and in England and in Italy and, you know, all over the place. And so you, the community has gotten so big you really sometimes don't know who you're working with and you, you really have to be aware of what you can do and what you can't do and be willing to say no because you know or could you change this so that it makes me comfortable to do this mm -hmm. um, not that you didn't always have to be that way but at least you knew who you were working with before today you go in and sometimes you don't you just don't know who you're working with Talk about uh, there being a, a, a necessarily a small stunt community. Reminds me of uh, um, Tom Cruise, who obviously does his own stunts. I wonder if he's included in the, you know, the stunt community. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he does some of his own stunts. Oh, only uh, some now. Terrible. He, you know, he's he's I I've worked with him, um, and I do know that. Some of the guys that have doubled him were yeah. told not to ever say that they doubled him because they never worked for him again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's been a little bit more open about it lately than yeah. I've than I've ever seen him. Of you know, because he's always said he's always done his own stunts, all of his yeah. own stunts, and he's very capable. I'm not saying he's not, and so many of our actors are more than capable. The problem comes in. You don't have to do that stunt one time. Yeah. You have to do it several times, nine times out of yeah. ten. Oh, God. And that's where the, you know, I, I could say, I want you to, you know, do this high fall. And you say, okay, and you jump and you do your airbag. And then they say, you know, we need to do it again. Um, and you end up doing it two or three times. And that's where the problem comes in, you know. Doesn't insurance play a part, too? Aren't some of these uh, actors, like the insurance companies, won't let them do some of the stunts? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you you hurt, your actor gets hurt, what do you have left? Mm -hmm. You can't finish your picture. And it's not worth the risk. It's yeah, just so, not. so even if they're capable, insurance stands in the way for some of them. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's never saying that they can't do the, the gag. It's just for safety reasons and they have to finish the picture. Yeah. It's not worth it. Well not not to get too much into the weeds, but who insures you? Does the does the production company or do you have to have your own insurance? Well, we have Screen Actors Guild insurance okay. and um, they usually take care of us. Well, so it's a little, what you know, he's saying about your book and Amazon, or just a, for anybody who's listening from uh, the UK, Stunt Lady Falling for the Stars paperback is uh, £40.28. Um, so it is available. It says uh, free prime oh, okay. delivery for, <laughs> well, from Wednesday, the 14th of June. Uh, order within four hours and 23 minutes, blah, 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 oh, blah. So days. it's in stock and available <laughs> at £40.28. But it's got a little bit of blurb about uh, the people that you've uh, doubled for, like uh, Barbara Eden, Sally Field, Melissa Gilbert. Melissa Gilbert, was that on, um, what that, um, what's that thing that she was in now? 
with Brenna, was it? No, that's uh, Lois Gilbert. I doubled her on um, Little House on the Prairie. That's the program, the Little House on the Prairie. Uh, yes. And I doubled it? Debbie Reynolds for her entire life. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah, and actually got to coordinate a show called These Old Broads with her yeah. and Shirley MacLaine and um, yeah. Elizabeth Taylor. And that was such a cool job for me to have. So you must have become quite good friends with her then. Oh, yes, oh, very much so. Lovely. Very much so. It was very, very sad when yeah. all of it, you know, came down with her daughter and everything. Yeah. Kate Mulgrew as well. Pardon me? Kate Mulgrew. Oh, Kate. I love Kate. Yeah, uh, we did. I that was my first stunt coordinating job at a major studio. Was doing uh, Mrs. Columbo or Kate for Kate Mulgrew, and uh-huh. um, I did that show. And I ended up. That's when I got my director's card on that. Universal ended up buying me my director's card, Excellent. and I was the first stunt woman to ever get her director's card, and okay. broke glass ceilings for women in my field, which was quite an honor. Let me tell you. And my daughter is a particular fan of Betty White, so that's an iconic uh, name to have in your... Oh, God, what a sweetheart. <laughs> Love <laughs> And Sarah Jessica Farker. Yep. A few others we, as well. I'm just picking out some names here. <laughs> we did, talk about a long time ago, we did a TV series called Square Pegs yeah. together, and I doubled her and got to coordinate it. It does sound, look like a really good book, actually. You're, you're almost selling it to me. <laughs> you know, it really starts in the beginning when I gave my mom all her gray hairs. <laughs> I bet you did. It just kind of goes through my life like I talk about it. I must admit, I, I do um, go for audio books at the moment. So if you do an audio book version, I, I will certainly purchase it. Uh, <laughs> uh, that it I haven't really done good. yet. Yeah, do that. Set yourself up with somebody. Is it Audible that do audio books? I can't remember. Um, I think they're quite easy to do. You just sit and sit and read the book in front of a microphone. That's how, true. How, how hard could that, that be? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show. That's been fantastic. Oh, round, yeah. I think that deserves a round of applause. And if anybody got any more questions, I know Mary has because I heard a dulcet tones going through my <laughs> ear hole. <laughs> well, I think I've asked a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that it? Oh, sorry, I thought we were going to ask some more. I do apologise. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Round of applause, everybody! Yay, Sandra! Thank you so to, much. To, to do Lovely chatting with you. You, you. Hi, I'm in the United States. Are you listening to the? No, hi, I'm. Oh, hi, I'm in East. Take oh, two. I'm in Alabama. <laughs> no, hi, no. Oh, no. Uh, you're you you. I just use state this, my uh, name. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sandra Gimpel, and you are listening to the 20 Megabyte. 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast, and I'm going to have to do it again. You do it again because Robert laughed over it. 20 Megabyte. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. Take three. (laughs) Get her to do a stunt first. This is the stunt. (laughs) I stopped laughing. Hi, I'm Sandy Gimpel. And you're listening to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I can jump off a building. I can. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. You, you have to put that stunt in your next book. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Can, can Thank you, you bring us John? 
I'm trying. Oh, I can hear the, the tones that are very familiar tones of Matthew Cressel. Well, so, okay. And he's been off wonder. John Peel wonders. Yeah, I know. I, I've, I've been in odd places in John Peel. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Yeah, yeah. And he was he was standing right out there a few minutes before I started. But you managed to find uh, Matthew, which is always a nice thing. Yeah, yeah we, we, we managed to find Matthew. He's. Oh. Do they want me to pop up? Of course, <laughs> we want you to pop up. <laughs> so as uh, so as uh, Mary can tell you off. Go on, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so, how is the busiest man in the um, the background of various genres of medianess? I'm not sure that's how I'd describe me, but uh, I'm hopefully <laughs> going to be less busy after this weekend. Because you won't have a con <laughs> this weekend, obviously. Settle down to, to writing again, huh? Yes. Yeah, I've, I've had to uh, take a slight pause on writing. Well, I say that I literally finished the draft of something Wednesday night to make a thirst. Yeah, uh, sadly not for Big Finish. Not yet, oh. anyways, as much as I'd love to. Um, I do need to get uh, this year's entry into the Paul Sprack yeah, Memorial Short Trips thing yeah. sent into them. I'm having to rework it a bit because um, reading through their terms and conditions, it sounds like they don't. They, there was something in uh, along the lines of they didn't want characters based off of anybody living or dead, which automatically rules out doing any historical things. So my my Hartnell era pitch went right out the window. So. Oh. Um, I'm probably going to have to rework that into, into something else. But, you know, such is the writing life. Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I used to do that once upon a time, you know. <laughs> right. Yes, I did. You uh -huh. wrote two two novels, if if I remember correctly. Yeah, two novels and umpteen quiz, quiz books. books. <laughs> well, I remember because uh, you dedicated the quiz book to the 20 megabyte team at the time, including myself. I can't remember which quiz book it was. Oh, was it the Doctor Who one? Yeah, which became the basis for the trivia contests that we held for years Which everybody years said that the, the, the answer questions and answers were wrong. Um, I, I tend to disagree. What I should have put in that I book was correct it. at time of writing. I would like to, to <laughs> remind everybody listening and also the audience that you decided to beta test part of the quiz book with myself, Kirby, and Toby Haydock, who, for those mm. who don't know, is a, a, if you think I'm a Doctor Who expert, you should beat Toby Haydock. Mm. Um, and we spent the, spent the recording pointing out where you got things wrong, and you very conveniently edited that all out. <laughs> <of the podcast. laughs> I'd forgotten that. Yes. But I did, I did two Doctor Who books. One was the Doctor Who quiz book, and the other one was uh, 100, 100 facts about Doctor Who or something like that. Um, yeah. Uh, the the publisher um, Chris Carolyn, who's a Spurs fan, so I don't talk to him anymore. Um, he um, obviously. Didn't wasn't really interested. He just said, "Can you do these?" I said, yeah, "Okay," and that was about it, really. So, yeah, I think those were the last ones I did. Yeah, back in the day. Got, speaking uh, of Toby Haydock, is what is he doing these days? Does he's anybody acting. Know? I'll tell you exactly what he's doing. He was in Coronation Street uh, about six oh, months yeah, ago. That was like almost a year ago. I know, but he's, he's he still he does did, extras for the Blu-rays as well. Yeah, yeah he's working on a bunch of the Blu-ray extras at the moment. I know he's still hosting comedy over yeah, in the that, UK. That's not his uh, prime uh, source of income. He, he did. He has got a part. Hang on. You just talk amongst yourselves for a minute because he did post something. Um, 
about what he's up oh, to. Oh wait, so so we need to netter and garage here to yeah. fill in time, right? Fill in time and get some people <laughs> to talk about <laughs> themselves and and where they've travelled from and and wh- how they heard of Conquistorbras and whether they've been before yeah. or, and uh, yeah. So you yeah. want to come up and and talk with us? Yes, of course oh, they do. Might bite. <laughs> well, Robert does, but he's in Australia, so he can't get his teeth anywhere near you. <laughs> Yeah, all all we want to know is what got you into Doctor Who or you know, what is what do you like about it or Yeah, come on up. Come on up. And I'm gonna go I will attempt to go go. find John Peel. Thank you, Matthew. You can find John Barrowman too. Yes. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Well, well, prioritize Mr. Barrowman or both yeah, even. Before that Matthew goes, before okay. Matthew goes, can he? Well, it's not, yeah, it's signed to me, Kirby. So good luck stealing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. Before you go. Yes. <laughs> we uh, we're hearing rumors that Con Kasturbaris may continue under other management. Is that true? There is some discussion happening at the moment. Uh, that is, I think, about as far as I'm allowed okay. to say it. Well, congratulations, moment. Matthew. Uh, welcome to the world of convention organization. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're only about a decade late there, Adam. I'll be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> but I will hopefully be back soon. All right, okay. Yeah. Thank um, you. And I I am holding for yeah, for ransom. His his salt his salt vampire action figure, which is signed, uh, is, is a thing of not beauty, but I would love to have one. <laughs> How are we doing them? So, anyone want to say anything? I thought we already got somebody. It sounded like you had. Yeah. Hello. 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 So, Hello. Who are you and? What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Scott, and I'm from here in Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, excellent. Hello. Same as Matthew. Yeah. And um, I I came into my Doctor Who fandom uh, in kind of a kind of a, a backwards sort of way. Um, story I like to tell. I was uh, in a in a store called Costco. Which is one of the, these for for those of you not in the U.S. Uh, I don't know if we you know what Costco's Cost- here. Oh, you, okay. That's in yeah. Australia, by the way. And uh, this was about 2009, and that was back when they still sold uh, DVDs at Costco. They don't sell DVDs there anymore. Mm. But um, mm. I was going through the DVD section, and I saw where they had a box set of the first and second seasons of Torchwood. For twenty dollars, which yeah. was was a good a good price for for a a box set of a box season of, of anything, mm-hmm. and I had heard lots of good things about Torchwood on the internet, and, and people were raving about it. And so I said, okay, I'll I'll, I'll pick this up and I'll I'll check it out. And and, and it was only twenty dollars, so I, I wouldn't be out too much. So I, I took it home, watched it, loved it, loved it so much. I went back to Costco the day after I finished and got the second season and uh, I liked the second season even better than the first. Yeah, and, I did say. And so um, I, I was chatting online with my, my now wife uh, who um, we weren't dating at the time, uh, but we were, 
we were talking about it, and I, I told her I, I got through uh, watching Torchwood, and uh, she said, "Oh no, you're doing it all backwards. You got to watch Doctor Who yeah. first." And then, yes. and then <laughs> so she she loaned me her her box sets of the um, of the the ninth and tenth Doctor. She she had all all of those, uh, and I I watched. I watched those, and some plot points that came up in Torchwood uh, started to make sense. Yeah. After that. Mm-hmm. and uh, she was she wasn't a hundred percent right. I I, I I got Torchwood. I I, I understood it, but yeah. uh, but uh, uh, it was. Yeah, but it helps. It, it helps. Yeah. It, 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 it helps fill in the gaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Have you had a chance to see Sarah Jane Adventures? No, I have not. Okay, it's worth watching. Oh, that's very good. Uh, um, I think it's still on uh, HBO Max or Max. Yeah. Do you have yes. Max? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Sarah Jane Adventures is there. Okay. And, and if you remember uh, School Reunion, Sarah Jane Smith, mm-hmm. that was successful enough that they made a spinoff series. Mm-hmm. Of, <laughs> I'm and, I'm I'm familiar with it. I just haven't watched okay. it. And yeah. also, have you gone back and watched Classic Who now? Uh, I've seen I've seen a bunch of classic Who. Uh, I remember seeing it uh, back in the day in the in the the 80s when they used to show it on Saturday nights on uh, Alabama Public Television. Yeah. Cool. I, th- I think it was on Saturday night in everybody's public television. But that's, <laughs> that's how I saw it too, and that was in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Saturday nights, 5:30 after the news. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, we had it Monday to Thursday. So, oh, okay. Yeah. And I was I was I was of course younger back then and and uh, uh, I would I would try to try to watch an episode or two and I would just go you know like these effects aren't very special. That's not the point. Yes. Yeah, I, I understand that now, but uh, but back then. Especially with the green, uh, what do you call it? So, uh, plastic bubble wrap. The bubble wrap. Yeah. Green yeah. bubble wrap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really surprised I don't see anybody having that wearing that green rubble so bubble wrap. And BBC loved the look of bubble wrap. Yeah, they did. That's a Blue Peter thing, wasn't it? I love bubble wrap. Mm. I had loads <laughs> of it. I, I, I went to a convention. When I delivered uh, Colin Baker's, finally got to deliver Colin Baker's picture of us at FancyCon 2019, um, it was wrapped up in this humongous load of bubble wrap. Um, I gave him the picture, <laughs> and I was left with this bubble wrap, and I thought it just would be handy just to have oh, something oh, green <laughs> underneath it, and somebody went by, <laughs> yeah, you could be a Wirren. <laughs> 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 yes it's all gone quiet over there because i interrupted the <laughs> but that that um yeah I, I, I have had some exposure to uh to classic yeah. yeah good good stuff so were you i obviously you saw school reunion were you able to see some of the classic ones with sarah jane third doctor fourth doctor yes i've, I've good, seen some good. of those good isn't she well, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, my first exposure to the the classic Who was was rather like yours in terms of I'd see one here and one there, one that sounded mm. interesting or a title that sounded, and you know it really didn't grab me until we started watching it from the very beginning yeah. and watched every episode, and so many things make more sense that way. It seemed like and, a good know, idea at the time, didn't it, Mary? Mm. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it seemed extreme, but boy, did it work. <laughs> <laughs> I've also been enjoying the um, uh, the lost classic Who episodes yeah. that they've 
been taking and doing the, the, the computer animation the, rendering. Uh, well, there's news, isn't there, that apparently there's been more dis- rediscovered episodes of Marco Polo, I think, was, was mentioned. I hope this is true, but I somehow think it isn't. Do we really believe that? No. I don't. None of them are Marco Polo. Are they not? I, I, I just must have no, read there, something. There's more Enemy of the World, and right. there's more of the... Um, what is the one that takes place in the London Underground? Oh, yeah, but Enemy World was complete. We got that back. It was just two episodes of uh, the, yeah, like you say, yeah, the one in the London Underground. They often find double there. episodes. So yeah. It's like Ian yeah. Levine's last finds were episodes that we already had. No, okay. Has, has this been confirmed? No. I, it's one of no, those vicious rumours to get us all I excited. Thought, I read about how they, they, they detailed. Yeah. They have specific episodes that they're trying to get. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to get Philip that, Morris likes to spread yeah. rumors as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting though, and talking about um, the fact that you know you've got a fairly fairly low you know uh, the patronage of the the event this weekend, and um, I personally feel a Doctor Who sort of at the bottom of a little trough before it starts moving back up again. But yeah, uh, that, that's this, why it would be sad for the. For the con to stop altogether. Yes, it would be. It might be. You could call it potentially bad timing when we've got mm. some new stuff coming. Obviously, with everybody's favourite Doctor, as a favourite actor to play the Doctor, David Tennant, and now an exciting new Doctor in Shooty Gatwa. So I wonder what everybody thinks of uh, uh, what we might get from Shooty. I think he's going to be great. I've said that before. I, I see someone in the back of the room here. We ought to bring up Brian if she'll come up here. It's Matthew's mother. Oh, no. lovely. No. I'll try not to take the mickey out of him anymore then. <laughs> Sandra, isn't it Sandra? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't want to come up. She doesn't want to come up. Oh, uh, we might buy. Oh, don't, don't put her off and might, send her out maybe, the room. Maybe. maybe. Okay, she'll I'll say hi. She's going to say hi. Excellent. Now, Sandra, I've met you before. Come up here and talk to us. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had surgery, so I'm not talking oh. much. <laughs> Oh, um, but yeah, hello. Hi, hi, Sandra. I just want to thank you for bringing Matthew into the world. We, the world would not be the same without him. And putting up with him all these years. Yes, yeah. That's that's the thing is putting up with. No, he is he is a very good kid. He has been awesome taking care of me for the last year. Oh, bless him. Yeah, I've had five surgeries in the last year, and he has been awesome. Oh, he is awesome. He's a good boy. We love him a bit. Don't we love him a bit? Even Debbie Melrose would say she loves him to bits. She's, she's <laughs> she can't amazing. say a hundred percent, otherwise she wouldn't be a mother. She has to have that <laughs> yeah. standard to say. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> yes, we're very proud of his association with this podcast. Probably about the opposite of how he feels about it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Sam, Sandra, this is Mary, and I met you oh several years ago at oh, one of the yeah. cons. Um, so it's delightful to, to talk to you again. Okay, thank you. Now back to the back, okay? You yeah. <laughs> can sit back down again now, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and hopefully Matthew's going out someplace to find some, someone else. We can keep talking about he's probably she, He's probably trying to get someone from another convention nearby. Uh, but there was a question about Toby Haydock and about what he's doing. What what he announced was that he's, he's voicing a character in a new series of Thomas the Tank Engine. Um, oh. So oh, that, that again? he seems quite excited about it. That we posted that on the twelfth of May, my birthday, the thirteenth birthday of this show, etc., etc. So there you go. Yeah, we've been doing this podcast for thirteen years. I oh, know I have, I've, and I, I, I no, had a I'm full. Telling, 
I had a full head of air when we started. There, there are there are people in the room other <laughs> that may not necessarily be subscribers or members of the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast Facebook group, which you can join. Can join. <laughs> it's not compulsory. And you, and if you do listen to the show, you can get ointment for your ears to dispel anything that might have uh, any damage that might have been caused by Kirby interrupting me. It's like, it's like how a lot of my friends always say they, they don't want to hear certain things. It says, Stop messing with my virgin ears. I don't need to hear that anymore. That sounds a bit like Jason. Hello. Hello. How are you? Sorry, long long I'm, time I'm no appear busy. on the show. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm always busy. I don't always have time to be around with you yeah, guys. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. That one's been that. It's in Reese Parton's book one, actually. That, I'm sorry, I haven't had time. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. I, you, you, I always announce the, the times. So you, yeah. I will. Maybe it's don't just, announce uh, the times and you might show up for one of them. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're on more often than Reese Parton is, mate. I, so, I just prop the phone up so the audience can see you, Adam. Oh, hello. Better see your beautiful Hang face on. anyway. If I'd known I was going to be on view, I would have worn my suit. Uh, I could wear a fez if you like. Hang on. You, you could have worn your Star Trek uniform. I, 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 I yes. It's one of the rare things in the house Probably that actually fits me, fit but now. I'll wear a fez for does you. He, there we he, go. Does he have like a Stargate uniform? He could have put on a Stargate uniform. And I've said. got a phaser here. I can shoot you all with the... Uh... <laughs> here we are. Oh, and they fall off my chair. Oh, it's not working. Oh. Oh. I can't wait to watch this. I mean, I can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's... Oh, sorry, that's uh, set to kill. Oh, that's set to kill too. What's going on? Oh, I've got, I've, got, I've got it on the wrong setting. Oh, oh there. That's no, that's a set to kill one. Oh, well, you doesn't matter. Anyway, it's good, isn't it? That's part of my my Star Trek cosplay because oh, I don't have a lot of tribble? cosplay. My Tribble. Oh, my Tribble's. He's not very well. He's over here. <laughs> he's been around too many Klingons. <laughs> Klingons. I, I think I was going to do a toilet joke then, but I decided not to. Um, <laughs> but this is. Um, yeah, normally um, he's, he's not very happy. As you can see, he's not making any noises. Um, apparently, Deb says, and I think it must be a lie because it's a real living creature that needs some batteries. So, but yeah, we'll uh, revive him at a later date. Um, uh, what's the other? Oh, yeah, beh in behind me in this um, this bag here is a sixth Doctor coat um, um, that I wore to uh, London Comic Con and Wales Comic Con last year um, under the permission of the owner, uh, Mr. Alistair Pearson. Um, so if only I could get the rest of the costume, but it's a, it's a very accurate coat made by the same tailors that made uh, Colin Baker's coat um, as the sixth doctor. I'm getting very hot with this fez on now, so I'm going to have to take it off because I don't want a load of sweat just suddenly uh, rushing down my face. Yesterday, oh, yeah. yesterday, uh, master, master, yeah. master. Yes. <laughs> there, <laughs> I said it. Anyway. Uh, yesterday I was wandering around as the Ood for a while, and yes, I, I saw was that. extremely hot. No, uh, don't big yourself up, Kirby, will you? Blimey neck. But all the women are women wiping their sweat off. Oh, that, that, that Ood going past there. <laughs> well, it is June in Alabama, so, you know, those two... We're inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So, so uh, what have you? Well, obviously, obviously, I heard you, you indulged yourself in a John Barrowman autograph. Uh, um, have I seen a picture with you in him? I'm pretty sure I did see something yeah, of you and John. 
Yeah, I've seen the picture. Here it is. It's next to his little sign. He's he's pouting. Actually, he's not a pout. He's sort of almost a, it's a half pout, half Elvis well, mouth yeah, going on. When John poses with people, yeah, so he's holding the camera. Yeah, and he, then he he tells you to make faces, and then he makes faces with yes. it. With you. well, not not all the time. The picture <laughs> I had with John, uh, he it was taken by a photographer, uh, and he basically groped my wife um, in the picture. <laughs> Uh, he's got his arm around me. Fortunately, he saw reason to not include um, my my then 15 year old daughter in the um, any, in anything inappropriate. And and his arm comes around my wife's neck, and my wife is holding his arm very carefully to stop it from doing anything else. Although she's got a big grin on her face, and I'm sure she would have been absolutely thrilled to be able to tell that story. You know, <laughs> there was the option of of having a professionally taken photo as well, or I believe the selfie is cheaper. So he is cheaper, yes. And sometimes yeah. I think they the selfies have got a bit more charm to them. I I, I like selfies actually. Well, I do since, like the studio ones he, as well. Since he was controlling everything, you know, it was fun. But you can get the um the people that sit with the guests to do the picture instead of holding it with your yeah, your arm or not. And sometimes they're quite good as well because they take about four four or five pictures. And the picture of me with Nicola Bryant over the last weekend was taken. There's about four or five of those. All looked exactly the same. Me looking like. Cheshire cat, but uh, <laughs> uh, right. So, uh, so that's that good. Well done, Kirby. You didn't have a mini car like normal, did you, um, John Barrowman? You didn't pick him up from the airport or anything like that. No, no. no. Okay. So, so in case um, that little meeting, I say there was a nice picture of him wearing his dress. That's a different dress that he wore at Wales Comic Con that looked more Tardisy. Um, but he, but he he's. I don't remember what I posted. I, he was wearing two different things. He was wearing yeah. this kind of uh, a cloak. A cloak. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a cloak yeah. over the dress, and then uh, he had uh, very long uh, high-heeled go-go boots. Yeah, I've seen that one. He's wearing a very yeah, strange silver. jumper. Yeah. So it looks a bit like a. Well. And he had like a, like a jersey, like a Taurus yeah. jersey yeah. on. It, it looks like a sports jersey of there. some variety, because it's got sixteen on it and. The multicolored windows. Oh, it's the um, it's not multicolored. It's the LGBTQ plus the bright, logos. Bright. Yeah, Five yeah. Flags. That's a really cool top batch. Is it, is it marketable? Um, Has Behrman hinted or said anything to the effect whether he's going to be in the new um, era of Doctor Who at all? Yes, he was asked and he said no. Oh, oh, oh that's too bad. Do, do we believe it? Oh, he <laughs> wouldn't be able to say yes. But RTD has to have him back. I'm sorry. He's he's got to at some I mean, point, he's, if he's easy. if yeah. he's going to get, and this is another talking point, if he's going to get um, uh, Bonnie Langford back as as Mel, he's can't not eventually at some point get John back as Captain Jack. Can he? Come on. Yeah, he's got. I to. agree. Yeah. So well, it's a it's a very exciting. And, and new you may era. have noticed that uh, he has dyed his hair again. Yeah, he dyed it when we met him. That was must be about nearly two years. Well, a year ago now, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, I think he had to because he had he, had, he went grey and then he did the scenes for Doctor Who and of course he had to diet back dark for that and he, uh, obviously he, oh he might as oh well, and might as well keep it as it is. Master, master, yes, master, yes. During during his presentation yesterday, he did absolutely refer to himself. There is no question that he that Captain Jack is the face of Bo. So oh, good you were wrong. You were wrong. I never no, said he was a face. I <laughs> never said he was a face of Bo. You <laughs> said he was no a face. Question. So no question which way that he is or that he is not. 
He is the face of Bo. I forgot, okay. I thought you said he wasn't. That was very confusing, what yes, you said yes, then, yes, Kirby. Yeah. You, you did say he wasn't. No, I didn't. It's, I said it was up, up in the point. air. Okay. You it's said he was. Now. I've always said he was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, uh, I, I won't get them 30 seconds back. <laughs> I'm really hot, lose doing that ridiculous conversation. Quibbling, yes. <laughs> Quibbling. <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling very lucky because this year um, uh, the TARDIS, Chicago TARDIS, is it's in late November. So that means that a lot of the new stuff will have been coming out, the 60th oh, yeah. anniversary. And they've already said that they have the 5th, 6th, and 7th Doctors coming. Um, and they're working on getting, you know, the eighth, <laughs> which would be nice. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's going to be an exciting time, uh, you know, to go to Chicago TARDIS just as all the new stuff is starting up again. Yeah. I say, look, going back to the, the John Barrowman picture, I've seen the other one with it where he's smiling in that one, Kirby. And you look quite pleased as well. Um, must have been hot wearing that scarf, though, to be fair. Um, I've, I've seen another picture of you. Um... I, wonder, I wonder where I, I master, master. Yes, yes. I wonder yes. where I got this scarf. All oh, right, yeah, Lavazi. <gasps> da, da, da. Um, yeah, there's also a picture of you as a news wearing a scarf and okay. R2D2. Yeah. Excuse me. I saw a picture of you as a nude mm. wearing a scarf a nude, with yes. R2D2. There's something going you on. Know someone to talk to you for a minute. Well, I'm just back to say that one John has the line, and I have no idea where the other John is. So okay. Kirby is now the proud owner of a salt signed <laughs> salt vampire action figure. No, oh. I'm not. I, I've handed it back to him. Oh, was it part of a bet? Was it? <laughs> no. But I do have staff members looking for John Peel. So if John Peel ever shows up, now we will have to. Adam admits he has no idea who John Peel is. But I've Rob done some research, and I'd let you interview him anyway. I, I, would, I, I only met him the first, first time yesterday. Yeah, well, he's a British writer, best well, known for... Well, I met him for the first time on Friday, so, you know. Well, you knew who he was. True. Yeah. But that's, that's different. I, didn't, I had never heard of him. Well, he's, yeah. done, he's done The Chase, Dalek's Master Plan... Uh, Part one and two, and uh, Power of the Daleks, the Daleks, Evil of the Daleks, War of the Daleks, oh. Legacy of the Daleks, uh, Gallifrey Chronicle, Chronicles, uh, Evolution, Time Room, New what, Adventures, uh, James Bond Junior. Uh, it, the it, it actually wears out my finger scrolling down the page of the stuff he's done. He's very prolific. Yes, yes. that yes. he is. Yes, he did. Uh, Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Back in the day. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Yep. We talked about that on the panel. Yeah. On uh, the panel, I interviewed him. Uh, yeah, I'm so yeah. Yeah. Wow. We have um, uh, well, on the subject of writers, we've got uh, Samantha Lee Howe coming to FantasyCon um, in uh, October, and fantastic. Uh, she, pardon? Fantastic. Oh yeah. Because uh, she's. I got to meet her in at Chicago Tartars because. Um, Obviously, she's married to David J. Howell, the great Doctor yep, Who. He's actor. coming as well. Yes. Yeah, I haven't done an announcement graphic for him yet, but it is coming. But yeah, she's. I've met her at Newcastle when I, on my fiftieth birthday um, Doctor Who convention tour, which took in a convention in Newcastle. And, it was about ten um, years ago, wasn't it? I beg your pardon. Anyway, I met her up there and we had a chat. I did an interview with her for the show. And, uh, yeah, and I know she's a very good friend of uh, Fraser Hines. So, hey, 
It's all tactics, mate. It's all tactics. And, uh, yeah, so she's coming along. Really pleased she's coming along because she's uh, just uh, been nominated for an award. Uh, uh, I think it's the National Film Awards for Best Thriller or something like that with... uh, um, the stranger in our bed i think it's got it's got, I'm terrible with titles of things but um yes it's on an announcement graphic actually i should have looked at that shouldn't i but yeah um and also again another very prolific writer a very well known for horror and thriller stories novels and whatnot so yeah and a nice lady so Esther. that's a little segue into fantasy com yes if you ever want to invite a uh an american Oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> to, the, to the convention? That'd be funny, yeah, Kirby, right? They're, they're, if there were, if I could have invited... I am inviting American. We've got uh, Ella de Grace Orkin, who is in Stranger Things. She's American. She's coming. I meant one of us. <laughs> well, I think, I think we might try and prioritise um, uh, an actor or something like that. No, no offence, Kirby. You really should I've have saved that. You've had 13 years to save up the, the fair. I've done acting. Have you? Conventions, conventions have uh, had fan guests before. I know. We had um, somebody called Billy Kirkbright at FantasyCon 1. Who came? He actually paid for his ticket, though. To be fair, <laughs> his VIP ticket. He, he, he did come along. He, he's a friend of the show and whatnot. Uh, at least I think he still listens. Not quite sure. Hey, Adam, Adam, sorry, I'm going to digress for a second. I, I never. So I've met a lot of the, the modern doctors, but I haven't had a chance to meet Matt Smith. So I don't know if you ever get a chance to meet up with him or talk to him for a moment or not. I've I've spoken to him. I've had a picture with him. Um, very quick conversation he doesn't like shaking hands he likes fist pumps because he's cool um, uh, but he comes across as very sounds nice like, sounds like data to me <laughs> he, he comes on. across as very sort of nice sort of laddie, laddie type chap uh, David Tennant's exactly what you get on the tin he's, he, he's very exuberant sort of over excitable um, very nice chap again only met him once um, I wanted to go to Basingstoke Comic Con because he was their major star guest uh, but um, we bought tickets and when all the Umbrella Academy cast uh, dropped out we thought we'd better get rid of the tickets just in case Tennant drops out and of course he didn't so there you go yeah, is anyone else in, nice. in the podcast met Matt Smith too? Well, it's all gone quiet I take that as a no. We met Peter Capaldi, me, me and Debbie Melrose. <laughs> it's a directional mic, so. Oh, it's a directional. Oh, hello. Yeah, I did post a TikTok. If you go to my TikTok account, which is, oh, I forgot when it is. Hang on, where's my phone? Uh, but I did post a video on there of my major achievement of the, the, the amount of doctors I've managed to, uh, to meet. So it's Adam underscore P underscore on underscore TikTok. That's my um, TikTok handle. How many times have you you been cancelled from TikTok now? Once. Thank you, Kirby. (laughs) Once. I've had a few few videos taken down because it's got a bot on it that that takes words as being something that they're not you know like my my i did have one uh, an ancestry one about my dad and my granddad who were both called dick so because the word dick was in it they took it down <laughs> oh my gosh they put it straight back like up again because hey, i said I this is ridiculous tonight <laughs> but yeah so so go on there there's a couple of doctor who spoofs in there with me and roy who's my co-organizer at fantasy con uh, have done because he owns a tardis uh, which essentially belongs to the convention, but he 
you see this little thing he has his basic store you know and um one of the things is uh, me meeting various doctors the only one i haven't managed to do is tom baker and i don't think that's ever going to happen this is why i posted this video because i think I've, I've reached the limit until we get we get an opportunity of meeting shooter gatwa i could essentially meet the um fugitive doctor i think that's possible somewhere along the line but at the moment i've done rather well with uh john pertwee and peter davison colin baker sylvester mccoy paul paul mcgann uh, david bradley uh obviously john hurt falls out of the possibility doesn't he christopher eccleston um david tennant matt smith and judy jody whittaker that's quite a lot of doctors isn't it love to admit yeah, it you know, at the same time Oh. Hello. Did you meet Peter Capaldi? I mean, oh I yeah, I forgot Peter about Capaldi. him. Peter Capaldi. <laughs> yeah, so I've done. Um, so I've done all the new ones that um, weren't John Hurt, but and, and <laughs> weren't the fugitive you doctor. Met David Bradley. Oh, JD's lovely. I had three three goes to meeting him. I met him on the third one. Um, he's very tall. I, I was quite surprised how tall he is. Um, but yeah, met him the same day as I met um, Christopher Eccleston. Uh, same convention. So, speaking, I, I wanted to change the subject for a minute while we have Matthew in here, yeah. because we were talking. You were just talking about the, your TARDIS. Yes. Oh, except I, oh, okay. Matthew's going to come gonna, around. I'm just going to come around. Yeah, because you know. because of the microphone. Uh, yeah. When earlier today I was in there and I was looking at the TARDIS. Yes. And someone in the room said, "Oh, they got this one back. Is this a different TARDIS than?" you had in previous years no this is this is the same one so the story behind that is is that this is the TARDIS that was built for the 2013 con held here uh it was built in a month by the husband of one of our staff members at the time because someone else had offered to build one and they found out five weeks before the con he hadn't even started oops <laughs> so he built it in four he built it in four weeks well i mean I the paint was still wet wasn't work. it lord and they hauled it in that – I wasn't here because I had already gone home that night, but they hauled it in for the first time the night before the con at like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. And if you were here before they remodeled, they had chandeliers, and they just about took out one of the <laughs> chandeliers because of how tall it is. Uh, but when the con – when Bonnie decided to retire and it didn't look like Con K was going to happen again, uh, we did – Bonnie decided to put it up for auction. Yeah. And there was a gentleman in Texas who bought it. And who expressed an interest, and he bought it and paid to have it shipped and everything else. And when Bonnie, you know, last summer when everybody started tagging us in pictures and the decision was made, hey, maybe let's do one more, uh, Bonnie reached out to the gentleman to ask, and he said, well, I'll sell it back to you. Um, and we had a staff member who's uh, now who's bought a house or is buying a house and would like it to actually be there. Uh, the thing spent apparently a year and a half in Texas being stored under a carport. Oh. In the out in the elements, but thankfully under a carport. Oh, so go it, for it, that. It did have to be sort of touched up with paint, and there was had to make sure the electronics and stuff worked. That's but no, the BBC it is the same. Then. Yeah, it's the same TARDIS that was here, been here since 2013. It's signed by every doctor we've had, but Sylvester McCoy because he had to leave early, and nobody thought to grab him on his uh. way out the door. I think Roy's TARDIS has been signed by most of the doctors, um, but his one, his claim to fame of his one that is that um, Colin Baker and Nicola Bryant recently did some shorts for something, possibly a Doctor Who DVD extra or something like that, and so they used his TARDIS as the TARDIS for that little 
scene so he can now and it's a bbc thing so you can now say it's a screen used tardis um so that's fantastic it is fantastic isn't it? for the season yeah. 22 set what what if that was for the season 22 set i don't know i know that um <laughs> you'd have to ask roy um i know that at portsmouth comic-con we had three tardises there and one of them was ours uh, one so, another one of the other ones was, and I, I meant to get an interview with the bloke up there actually, who owns all these amazing costumes, and um, but he was going to come to Fantasy Con, but he got put off because he had this mannequin that I think that he gets made at Madame Tussauds, which are lifelike faces of of doctors. He's got one there of uh, of the 14th Doctor, David Tennant, and he had another one of Joe Davidica, but somewhere along the line it got knocked over and the, the head smashed, and it, that was £900. <laughs> so he's a bit, Bad yeah, uh, you know, not insured, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so he's not that keen on, on now doing any further events. But um, he ah. um, had, his TARDIS was very much similar to the TARDIS that was around on the changeover from Tom Baker to Peter Davison. It's a very similar sort of version of it to that. Yeah. But yeah, it was a lovely setup there, the Doctor Who exhibition, but it won't be seen again, sadly. So has John Barrowman uh, signed this TARDIS yet? I don't think he's signed it yet. I think the plan is to try and get him to sign it. At I tell you, so what you should have done then is put Kirby inside the TARDIS and then said, oh, John, <laughs> we want you to sign the TARDIS. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've signed the TARDIS. I mean, the, the, the four of us as conchairs have signed it. So, mm. not that my signature is worth very much. Though. Oh yeah, I know that. Ah, I know that. At the moment, though. At the moment. <laughs> I've got some scuff coming through. I didn't realise Debbie was posting because I was on a different page on Facebook. Um, so Matthew, uh, Debbie says, "How's your con going?" I think it's going pretty well. I've I've stayed busy. Uh, my kind of area of stuff here is really with panels and programming. So uh, I can't speak to much else about the con, but from that point of view, it's going pretty well. We've we've had some good panels, we've had some good attendance, and a lot of good discussions. I yes. think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was... Did I tell my story about uh, yesterday when I was on a early uh, panel about early who? I don't remember you saying anything about it when you, you were well, asked well, the question. Matt, you were there, right? Yeah, I was yeah. on the panel. Yeah, you were on the panel. Uh, we had John Peel and Charles Martin. And Charles Martin, and I I volunteered to be on that panel because I thought, oh, I know quite a lot about the period. John Peel and Charles Martin basically took over the entire thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I I think I said one sentence. Yeah, one, you did mention yeah. this because it was so <laughs> I, astounding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I was moderating, so I was steering it, but yeah. they did. I mean, Charles has been a fan for a very for a very yeah. very long time, and John Peel, as as we learned, you know, was there watching it in the UK in the sixties, and he told this great story about um, the final episode of the chase, and desperately wanting to watch it, and that was the week his family decided to go on holiday, so him and his brother are running around some seaside town desperately trying to find someone with a TV who was going to watch Doctor Who so they could watch that last episode. <laughs> Debbie goes on, Sorry, Debbie goes on to say, because I really need to catch up what she's been saying. Um, I'll pick up a few of them here that are, that are relevant to what we're talking about now. Uh, she said there's still intense speculation on the new found episodes. Uh, she thinks 15 will be amazing. Totally agree with that. Uh, she says, hope she's recovering well. I presume that is uh, Matthew's mum. Uh, 
Matthew's mother, yeah. yeah. And Who I, I just found out was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah she yes. was. Thank you. Has she appeared on any other podcasts? Yeah, your mother. She's a dark horse. Do we she? have an exclusive? Yeah, I think she. I don't think she's been on anything else. Yes. So, so, yeah, that was her first podcast. Good. Um, and then she says, a photo of the room, please, Kirby. So a photo of the room, please, Kirby, as Debbie says. Do what Debbie says. Um, and then she says, yay, Jason, how's the con? Is Jason still there? Yep, I'm still here. Go on then, Jason. How's doing, it going? Uh, I was going to mention real fast. I was with Kirby and uh, Charles Martin and I forgot the other guy's name that was there earlier. That we uh, did Nick. 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 So we're doing a Doctor Who. We did a Doctor Who panel earlier this morning about yeah. the villains. About villains. And that, that one I actually was able to say more things. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, stop killing me. I wasn't trying to kill her. I don't remember that bit. Uh-huh. That's weird. I feel I should play some... Um, Psycho music, and then she says, "One day I'll meet Mr. Barrowman." Um, I'm sure well, that she, um, should, if, she should have come over here. I'm saying, if, if Matthew's arranging that, you probably won't. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I know a bit that she was able to drive, but there's a so in, where I live in Nashville, Tennessee, they have some uh, British Airways direct one-way flights or mm-hmm. round-trip flights from Nashville to to Heathrow. So they have something. I don't know if you ever. Interest if there's something down the line if we can get something in Nashville or something down the line but that would be people want to take it off one way <laughs> round trip flight I mean I was gonna say yeah, if, if you don't paying, mind getting definitely. off the plane in Nashville and then riding in a car for ninety yeah. minutes yeah two hours. yeah um, you come over here I believe it's next next year uh, there's a uh, total solar eclipse oh I'd like to see one of those but I think it's highly unlikely I'll be able to do um, that J- Jason yeah. had had an un- unexpected. Uh, guest for the solar eclipse oh yes yeah. didn't you i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> while you're remembering debbie melrose says i've spoken to peter uh, davison on the podcast and met capaldi oh, sylvester yeah, and yes, colin yes so i remember now okay no you don't so like I, I did meet i did meet tim i don't even know how to pronounce his last tim jury i did meet him in person when Oh, in person? My goodness. I think that's a mention for Tim Brewery. I should have yep, the jingle ready. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared a, for this. <laughs> Carry on. How was that? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just... Tim, Tim was coming over here to... Uh, he was going to meet up with me oh, the poor uh, song. To, to go to the solar eclipse a few years ago. Yeah. And uh, he lost his passport. Oh. So he, he ended up seeing a partial solar eclipse in uh, New York. In New York, but then uh, he still had tickets to Nashville. So okay. well, Jason ended up entertaining be- him in Nashville because it's because it's, excuse me, but if it's because it's a contracted thing. I'll have to play this. I should put an S on there. Tim Jury's mentions. Anyway. So, so uh, is, anyone, is anyone watching the uh, live feed? Is every, uh, why? Are you going to do something rude? Yes, we have people watching the live feed. God knows uh, why. Well, it says three, but Facebook lies. Yeah, I know. One of them is Debbie Melrose. <laughs> and one of them is me. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is you. So there's nobody watching it then. <laughs> It does, it does give um, Debbie the um, the opportunity to uh, to to pipe yeah, I, up I have, with stuff. I've got my phone turned around so the audience can see you uh, on time delay. Oh, um, 
Debbie also says that she, after saying she met Peter Davison on the podcast and spoke to met Capaldi. Sorry, she's spoken to Peter. I don't know how she managed that. All I remember about the Peter Davison thing was him doing the bumper for the show um, and met Capaldi and Sylvester and Colin. And then she says, oh, yeah, and Mary's boyfriend. <laughs> and I, I also had breakfast with uh, Peter Davison. Oh, did you now? Yeah. He was very grumpy when I met him at Portsmouth Comic Con. He refused to do an interview with us. But oh, really? oh. yeah. I had but we, I had a press pass and everything. We had him on uh, the podcast just a few years ago here at Con K. Yeah, he popped. Yeah, I know, in I know, he popped in and he and he did the bumper, but I don't remember speaking to him. We talked I might have yeah. to go back and to listen to that one and then go find Peter and apologise to him for not. Um... Oh, it doesn't matter in the end. <laughs> he didn't remember. He didn't even remember Conquistorbos when I was asking him about it. He's probably got uh, Colin Baker syndrome, who did remember me when when I came. He didn't remember my name or anything. We remembered who. Oh, a familiar face, hello. Sort of things so was very nice, well, yeah, especially, there, especially there was, for Colin. There was the Conque, I mean, I've got great Conque memories. There was the Conque where um, Colin Baker too. I yeah, where uh, Colin Baker saw me. I, I walked into the into the hotel this is when the one year we were down embassy yeah, suites yeah, yeah. yeah embassy and, and and he recognized me yeah who wouldn't I, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah right or, or he faked it really well yeah <laughs> now he he remembered uh when i drove him to get a haircut the year before yeah. he won't remember my car because i've got rid of the car that he, i should have actually sold it on the back of having had um christopher ryan and colin baker in it at some point shouldn't i never mind yeah, when they were here in 2017, we were trying to get guests back from the Space and Rocket Center, and the Space and Rocket Center bus, for some reason, was off doing something else. So thankfully, two of us, myself included, had drove to there. So we had to load the guests in two different vehicles. So I have had Peter Davison and Neve McIntosh in the back seat of my car. But obviously not in the <laughs> biblical sense. Dear... <laughs> Sunday, a bit of a delay there. I have three Sunday afternoons now. Oh, not surprised. Yes. That's everybody leaving the room as I speak. <laughs> yes. Um, it's like stomping the grass here. They go like this. Yeah. A Debbie Melrose says, oh, Adam. Oh, sorry. Just knocked Adam over. I did knock him over. I had to hit him in the head anyway. Oh, dear. I don't know. So uh, the fact that Matthew's in the room, that, that means the chances of getting Mr. Barrowman in the room, which will be the, would have been the biggest surprise ever, um, and a delight, of course, uh, uh, seeming, seemingly to become a little bit less likely. Well, the last – I've stuck my head in there twice, and he does still have a line. He has had a line both times. So. Go again. <laughs> John. Go, go check one more time, because we're we're, we're – now at an you hour, got about a half hour, half, half an hour left. Just, yeah. men just mention the Isle of Wight to him. Um, I'll see what I can do. See if that works. I, or I make, interrupt things for, <laughs> for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be worth a try, isn't it? Yeah. It's back there. It'd be such an achievement. So, Debbie will, uh, Debbie will get very excited. Even have uh, our uh, leg model. Oh, what? Sorry. What about Lillian? Is, Lillian is not tuning in. Um, I think she did give an excuse. I mean, she, I think pretty sure she got a signed copy of Reese Carton's book of excuses. And the last <laughs> excuse was that she was busy, which is excuse number three in, in a massive volume of excuses written and, and, uh, compiled by, uh, Reese Parton. My voice is going, 
I'm going to clear it. <coughs> there we are. Mm-mm. Oh, it's back again. Hey, Adam, I'm sorry I'm going off. We're all I'm so squirrel about everything. But have you met uh, which of the Doctor Who writers have you met in person? Because mm. I was looking through some old memories. I was at a different – I'm not going to say the name of the other convention. But this other <laughs> convention, I met Terrence Dix. Mm. I met Terrence Dix a while back Haven't before he had passed away no. you know, a few years ago. Well, that would have been at a time gate – I've only yeah. met. Yeah. Um, okay. I haven't met any Doctor Who writers that you know yes, you, that you would uh, say that are recognisable. You buy a book and you remember their name. Simon Boucher Jones has been to both fantasy cons. He's coming to the next one. He lives on the Isle of Wight. He's a Doctor Who writer, um, but he's the only. Oh, Robert Shearman. He came Toby. came to the event number one. Toby Whithouse. He hasn't been. Yeah, I've never met you. him. We spoke to him on the show, but I've never actually met him. I met um, Robert Shearman a couple of times. I met. Oh, that's what. I'm, now you've got me. Now, now I can actually. I should have really thought my my answers. All right? Can we go back to the beginning and pretend you you just answer that question? Let's oh, rewind no. back and go back. Right. Doctor Who writers. Robert Shearman, nice chap. A bit demanding for for his uh, levels at the. Um, he did what we some. Did for him I thought he did comment. some pretty good big Finnish stuff as well. He's a nice chap. He's very good at doodling Daleks. Uh, the, right. The one that was most disappointing in some ways was Paul Cornell. He he was at Saturday at Portsmouth Comic Con last week. Now I had a. So I went up to him and asked him if I had the interview. Sort of went, mm, what's it going to be about? And I said, well, no, Doctor Who. Oh, no, I don't want to talk about that. that what about be. Doctor Who and, and other stuff? Oh, yeah, that might be all right. And then he he said, well, I'll, we'll go later in the afternoon when it quietens down a bit. He said, what I said, what time are you here to? He said, well, it finishes at six. I said, OK, shall I come back at four and we have a, have a chat? Yeah, OK. Then. Went back at four. He'd, he'd gone well early. So I didn't get a chance to speak to him, um, as in record. But yeah, I met him. He seems quite a nice chap. But it would be nice to actually have a conversation about what he what he's done. Um, like I say, Robert Sherman twice. Uh, the other chap, Andrew Smith, he came to Fancy Con one. Another really nice chap. Um, oh, I've also met Jamie Matheson as well. I just remember I met Jamie Matheson. Wasn't he at? He was at Who Lent Who Lent Yeah. Yeah. I so yeah. I have to make this funny quick story. So yeah, we we had my girl Dana and I had pictures with supposed to get with the group and uh, we forgot to they had ran out of time or something. And they came another day, and then uh, Dana had something came up. She couldn't get the picture, so I went with the picture. So I, did, I took a picture with – it was like Nicola Bryant, uh, Colin Baker, Camille Caldry, uh, Jane Matson, and someone else I can't think. I have to find the picture. I'll, if I find the picture, I'll post it on the group later on. And I asked I asked uh, Nicola Bryant, I said, pose a sexy picture so I can just irritate my girlfriend on there. So, so you send the picture of like, her with me. Oh, I'll find me. So. <laughs> Um, the other person I met right away so, is Sophie Aldred, who uh, wrote. Oh, another, another one real fast. So I met I met Alex Tingston at DragonCon a while back, oh. and then I had so I was wearing I was dressed up as the uh, the cowboy Eleventh Doctor, you know, right. with the Stetson and everything. Yeah. And with um, having brain what's the suspenders? So somehow <laughs> braces. Okay, braces. <laughs> I'm having brain fog today. Okay. Anyway, so I had the I had she took like the they had my she pulled my my braces out and uh, uh, my ongoing joke I told Dana said yeah I got I got uh, whiplash twice by because they they mess up the first picture said uh, we need to take it a second time so my other thing with with Alex he says I got I got whiplash by her twice. <laughs> yeah, but the, the British call them braces. Oh, okay. That's that's yeah. why I was. Uh, she pulled his braces back. Yeah. 
Yes. And let Owen had him snap on his chest. Yes. Um, so I got hurt twice. That was my joke. <laughs> only joke because I've been I've been hurt twice by her. <laughs> well, I met a few of a few people that are not necessarily writers of Doctor Who, like um, like you say, Alex Kingston and and Catherine Tate, and you know I, I could name drop all day. Jenna Coleman. I've actually made a list though, you know. I'm, uh, but I've got the still, pictures of them all on my on my wall, and I've got a, a, an album full of pictures I haven't got room to stick on my wall. So it is good fun, but it's quite expensive when you you know want to re- meet them for a, a proper photo oh. shoot. Deb's the oh, one. My wife Deb <laughs> met uh, Matt Smith at Co- London Comic Con last year because I couldn't afford to have one. And Isabella had a picture taken with uh, Peter De- with sorry with uh, David Tennant and Matt Smith at that event. Faster. Master. Yeah, yes. Speak, speak, speaking of uh, autographed pictures, and uh, you know, a while back, my geek daughter decided to stop watching Doctor Who completely. Yes. <gasps> and uh, I, I did not understand, but she she decided to stop about midway through Capaldi's era. Yeah. Uh, and she she started telling me she wants nothing to do with Doctor Who again. Absolutely, absolutely nothing. What recently? No, this was uh, several years ago. Yeah, no, I thought I, I thought you said she started watching a few recently. No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, then uh, the yesterday, yesterday right. afternoon, she texts me out of the blue and wants me to get Barrowman's autograph. <laughs> <laughs> wow, who wouldn't? <laughs> of course, the, the autograph is on a Torchwood uh, picture, but still. It shows that there's still hope for my uh, for one of my daughters. Yes, yeah, that's good. That's good news, Kirby. Can I just ask Kirby while you're there? Um, are there is anybody watching? Because you said you would, they they could see me. You're upside down. Oh, <laughs> oh um, I, I, no, he's not in Australia. I didn't realize. Oh, if it's upside down, I'll have to have to show you this upside down. When when I said obviously Peter Davison was at. There we are. Oh, hello. I didn't, I didn't realize I'd prop the phone up and you were upside down. <laughs> now he... Not very good at techers, are you, Kirby? Anyway, I was put your point. As I say, uh, Peter Davis, like I say, he was a bit grumpy on the Sunday when I tried to get an interview with him. But on the Saturday, he was much more cheerful. And I took the picture of myself with him to the event uh, to get him to sign. And this is quite good. It's me uh, with Peter, Peter wearing his costume and me wearing... Uh, the sixth doctor as i say it's a very good sixth doctor coat and uh peter's holding rather and it looks quite awkward in that picture our our show mascot which is a a woolly the woolly fivey um so um i'm quite pleased with that picture because i'm not really an autograph person if i'm going to get an autograph it's got to be an autograph that's relevant to a picture of me with the person in it so that one's a, a particularly nice one i've actually got a signed uh picture of a younger version of the fifth doctor in a box somewhere which i, I paid for and i shouldn't have bothered because i've got that now and my other favorite <laughs> autograph is a picture of me with the doctor from um star trek voyager uh, the wonderful robert picardo uh, signed by robert picardo because the picture was taken the day before so I, I could take it back to him the next day and he wrote from one oh. doctor to another so yeah <laughs> that's good so, so I found those pictures and I posted on the Facebook group if people want to look at it. The 20 oh, megabyte yeah. Doctor Who oh, Facebook. That, is it you there can... now? Yes, I just posted it a, a moment look. ago. Okay, I'll refresh the you page. Might to, you might have a few people here, I think, that are trying to, that have asked to join the Facebook group. 
Please do. I do have oh, to make one other quick. I have to make one other quick plug real fast because uh, no, I, I mean I'm not there anymore. I used to live in Birmingham, Alabama. There's a group down there called the their nicknames the BBC, the Blue Box Companion, yes. down in Birmingham, and they meet uh, once a month in, in an area called Homewood, Alabama. Anyway, I was going to make one quick comment about their kind of famous thing is that this is way before I even joined the group back then. I was briefly at one time their club president. And back in the early, sometime in the 80s, when the early group was built, um, they somehow invited John Pertwee to Birmingham, Alabama for, I guess, a weekend trip or something. So if I ever can find pictures of it, find a way to get a scan or get away, get copies, I'll try to post it one day if I can, if I can bug them. But we'll see what happens. But yeah. I wanted to make a quick plug. So if you want to look, join another gazillion, since there's a gazillion different Doctor Who groups, join ours as well. It's called the Blue Box Companion. Okay. Yeah, pu- pu- publish a link on the 20 megabyte page. That's what I will. Um, like I say, thanks for posting that picture. I mean, it's a good place to post showy offy pictures. That's a ah. really showy offy picture, isn't it? Robert, it's, it is really good. Robert, Robert, still are you still with us? Yeah. He's listening. Okay. We got a special guest for you, Robert. Oh, go. <laughs> Hello there, Mr. John Peel is here. John. Hi. You're you're talking to the 20 megabyte Doctor Who podcast. We're uh, based out of the Isle of Wight, so he's, okay. in, the, he's in the Isle of Wight. Uh, we also have on here an Australian, Robert, who... Say hi. Good day, mate. <laughs> and, hi. Uh, no, don't talk Another like American that. who's in Chicago, Mary, and uh, I'm one of the co-hosts as well. Right. And you and I have been on a couple of panels this weekend. Woo. So, we finally, uh, Matthew finally came through and brought, brought him to us. I've been hiding. <laughs> Having a cup of tea. Right. Math, um, are we still there? It suddenly went very quiet. Are we still connected? Oh, good. That's good. Um, yes, I've just been looking through your um, back catalogue of work, which I don't think is complete because I've got it off Wikipedia. Um, uh, would it be right to say you're rather prolific? <laughs> That's one word for me. Yeah. <laughs> one of the polite words for me. Yes. <laughs> are you are you constantly writing? So you must be not, not get a break. You must like be do one, edit one, finish one, start another one, and 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 so forth. Well, I I, I feel like I'm being too lazy if I'm not working. You know. Yeah. So um, I always have something on the go. Uh, at the moment, I'm thinking Bigfoot. Oh yeah. So well, you you can get some um, corn uh, plasters. I'm pretty sure most, <laughs> most pharmacies sell them. You should make a book about something with Bigfoot, aliens, and <laughs> yeah. I don't know, underground other other alien monsters and other you know, off the wall stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasn't Bigfoot oh, another name for the Yeti or something? Mm. Well. Yeah. Anyway, Robert, you are probably the most familiar with his work. You wanted to ask oh, yeah. Just because, yeah, I love your um, novelizations of The Chase and... Um, Power uh, of the Daleks. And, yeah, yeah. That's, that's been one of the most fun projects I've ever done. It really has. It's been so... I was so fortunate to be able to do those. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you had to run them by Terry, didn't you? Well, actually, Terry was like, John, this is your work. You know, I have my go at the stories. It's your turn now. And <laughs> he, he, was re- he was remarkably... Um, self-effacing in many ways you know he he was very very keen that i should 
make my mark instead of making his mark. Mm, that's very kind was, of him, yeah. Um, he was one of the nicest people I've ever known. He really was. Lovely, lovely person. So, yeah. yeah. I actually just finished his uh, biography a little while ago, about a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, it was fresh in my mind uh, reading about um, his life and that and what he'd been doing. Ah! Wait a minute. We have wait, a better. A there's a better guest. No, ah. there's not. I've just been told to come and. No, you stay. You stay. I've been hey, told sit, to sit. come and bombard. We, 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 <laughs> hey, I like bombarding. We, we, you're talking to the 20 megawatt Doctor Who podcast. We are uh, based out of the Isle of Wight. Uh, well, I know the Isle of Wight very well. Good. Hello, John. Hi. Hello, thank John. you for thank you for joining us. We're absolutely thrilled to that what, for you to come and give us. Wait, some time. don't talk over each other. Go ahead. I don't know who's talking. Going. I thought I was talking. <laughs> Hello, John. Hi. Well, thank you for joining Did us. Did I? <laughs> yeah. We also have Mary in Chicago. Is on on here, and um, we've been doing this for how long? Uh, 13 years. Too long. Too long. That's a good number. Good number. Lucky 13. So, um, so are you, go carry ahead. on. Carry on. No, no, I was going to ask, are you sweltering in the Isle of Wight? It is quite um, humid, shall we say, here on the Isle of Wight. I mean, uh, but the sun's going down. It's been a very, very sticky day today, only because the sun hasn't been up. It's just been, it's like, been a, like a greenhouse. It's really, really... Um, anyway, enough about the weather. But yeah, no, we're, having, we're, we're having a we're having a blast here, and it's uh, it's one of the I'm sure you know about the con itself, but I love doing ones that are intimate, and it's this one's run like a family, and it's yeah. uh, uh, it's really it's really fun, and um, we've just had a big kind of session in the room that I'm in. Uh, people just come. I've been playing videos and stuff like that for them, and uh, I just had a photograph taken with Davros. So, uh, who who could ask for anything more? Well, you could have a picture taken with me. Oh no, you've already had that done. <laughs> now, John, yeah. you you gave us all a huge surprise in this last era of the TV Doctor Who by showing up, and you know, I, I think everybody you know hit the wall when you when you came on the screen. So, of course, that raises the question, is there talks or is there anything going on for you to appear in any more in the future? He's not allowed to say if he did. Oh, you can say something. Well, not not that I know of. No. <laughs> oh, no. no not, not that but I know of. But he would say that. <laughs> yeah. But the, yeah, the, um, the thing that was great about uh, being uh, asked to go back when 13, uh, you know, Jody was uh, having her realm uh, as the doctor, the the fact that uh, you know Jack could play uh, opposite, obviously someone who was completely different to what he was going, you know, expecting. But the also the knowledge that he had been uh, Jack had imprisoned himself, but knew exactly what he was and who he was looking for. Uh, and one of the the big things for me was when I burst through the wall, uh, and when it was written, and I I gave I gave uh, the doctor the hug knowing exactly who it was, didn't care what the physicality was, the body was, whatever. But immediately when we pulled back and the doctor then said to me, oh, you've had work done, and I replied, yeah. well, you're one to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was just one of the, the cleverest things. But it was great to be back, and it was great to, as I've always said, I'll, I, I will play Captain Jack at the drop of a hat oh. if they ask me to. 
He is such an iconic character and such a big part of the Whovian universe and loved by the fans worldwide. So I'm I'm one of the most blessed person, you know, people on the planet, really. I think yeah. it was very very appropriate um, that you should appear alongside Jody because obviously Jody's Doctor was a almost like a flag for the LGBTQ plus scene, um, especially with the obviously she's got the the flag across her chest for goodness sake. So it was so wonderful that you would come back in in that era. Yeah, well, I mean, she's got the flag across her chest, but also, um, you know, the the color of the uniform is yeah. uh, I say the uniform, her, uh, you know, Costume, is. Yeah. The suspenders, but also to the representation of the suffragette movement, yeah. which is, uh, you know, and I remember having that com- uh, conversation with Ray about it when I was coming back as Jack, because also, funnily enough, I was just talking about this in the other room. Chris Kerr, who uh, designs, well, who um, builds the costumes for Ray, uh, for the Doctor at times, he's made my suits for, and also does Captain Jack stuff. He's made my suits for like 35 years in the UK. Um, and uh, I have an exact replica made by Chris and uh, uh, authorized by um, uh, Ray and the wardrobe department of Jody's uh, outfit as a cosplay. Fantastic. And I also have all the oh, rain. Yeah. It's got rainbow sparkle like diamante all down the front of it. So <laughs> I will I will adorn it at one time, some point. With the with I call it the JB cosplay twist. I must admit, John, I'm, I was a bit a big fan of yours for quite a few years, even back to when you were on that Saturday morning TV show, long, long time ago, by the way. But uh, what I love most ticket. is when you when you talk to someone Scottish and you drift into the accent. Well, it's, it's a, you, you say it's a drift, but it's more of a, a con. I mean, I I just do it because that's my um, yeah, that's your natural accent. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of my natural accents. Yes. I mean, people. People who are bilingual, or uh, we yeah. call being bi-dialectical, yeah. um, it's very, yeah. very Jack appropriate. So it's yeah. you know yeah. it's like people who are are, are uh, Hispanic Americans and they can switch yeah. at home to speak Hispanic and then they go out and they speak in an American or another accent with their friends. So yeah. Have you ever but played anyway. a Scottish character with the accent? I have actually. When yeah. I was doing Arrow uh, yeah. over here, I did that for eight years in the states and. It was for the CW network, and I was uh, quite uh, friendly with the head of the CW of the network. And I went into the office one afternoon to just have a chat with him. And he uh, said to me, is there anything else that you want to do? And I said, I would really love for you guys to write me a part uh, on one of the shows that is my guilty pleasure. And uh, it was one of their premiere shows on primetime called Rain. Yeah. And I went in as a Scottish character to play. uh, I was the one who murdered the king of France, who was married to Mary, Queen of Scots. Oh, wow. And uh, I I murdered uh, him and I was the big reveal. I was it's funny. I get to play all these characters that have a big reveal. Jack face a bow, you know, Malcolm (laughs) Berlin, Ra's al Ghul. And then all of a sudden I'm doing rain and I'm this character in Scotland who has murdered the King of France, which the whole story of all the seasons are based on. So it was great. It was great. Yeah. So I was Scottish in that one. Excellent. Well, just before um, I I get a chance, uh, our co-presenter, Debbie Melrose, uh, who can't be on today because she's ill, and her husband both say hi, both living on the Isle of Wight. uh, And um, yes, they're they're spewing out loads of text that I haven't got time to read out. (laughs) But um, yeah. yeah, uh, All right. Well, well, tell them I 
tell them I send my love. And I, I will be over in the UK in October and that I will be in Edinburgh at a con up in Edinburgh. And I'll also be uh, doing some other stuff in the UK while I'm over there, uh, yeah. which and then I'm popping off to New Zealand in a couple wow. of weeks, Busy which boy. is uh, all top secret. Oh, <laughs> what, the fact you're going over there, you just just told us that top secret. The what? You just told us the top secret. You're going to New Zealand. Yeah, but you don't know what for. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like to be looking for something, whatever your next project yeah. is. Yeah. I'm sorry, I missed that. I said that, but if, if it's top secret, I mean, we'd like a hint to know, like, you what we're looking for. What are you going to be in? I thought we didn't like spe- uh, spoilers. If I, if I gave that then. hint, it'd be, it'd be like opening Pandora's box. No. Absolutely, no. absolutely, absolutely this is just not. top secret. This is just us, you know, here. Nobody else. Oh, yeah, is... it's just us. No, no one else is listening. Just no. us. I, listen, I have heard that before and then read the headlines in the newspapers and all the, the, the stuff that's spewed out online. Then it'll be all over the place. No way. Hey, John, do you remember doing Wales Comic Con? I think it was the year before I last. Was... Uh, it was in Telford, Telford Takeover Comic Con. Do you remember yeah, doing that? They want me to. They want me to do a quick thing for uh, oh. uh for the podcast. Yes, please do. Some... Please do that. I'll keep quiet. Everybody, be quiet while John does first, his bit. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like to do that on live. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for letting me bust in on this, and also to all. I'm just saying this to all the Whovians out there. Uh, love you very much, and stay kind. We love you too, John. Here we go. Hi, everybody. I'm John Barrowman, and you are listening to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Let me do one more. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm John Barrowman, Captain Jack Harkness. Hello. And you are listening to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Both superb. Checks in the Thank post. You. See you guys later. Thank you, John. Bye. Well done, Matthew. Is John Peel still there? Yes, yes, hey. yes John, still here. I'm, I'm still here for the moment, but I have to vanish too shortly. Okay. And we're about to lose the room, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good Lord. Well, that's all right. I'm rather well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have to leave because the guest is yeah. expired. There we go. Uh, I'll throw them out in a minute. Don't worry. <laughs> so back, back to John. Are you still there, John? Yes, I'm still here. Obviously, a having written and Matthew having written as well it's just a case of when I was writing it was a case I really focused wholly on that book and I didn't think about doing another one afterwards and it, it just it's amazing for me that someone is able to have so much imagination I know obviously you're some of the times you're actually sort of sort of elaborating on previous stories I mean it's like you said we did the chase now do you have to watch these stories several times to to, to glean enough information to turn it into a novel um well, with the chase, I could do that hmm. because that exists. With with Dalek Master Plan, yeah. uh, Power of the Daleks, and Evil of the Daleks, I couldn't, of course, because there were, there was only one episode of various bits, you know, around. Did you listen so to the audios? It, it was mostly reading the scripts, trying to rack my memory for what I'm, because I saw most of these when they were originally broadcast. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was like, what do I remember from, you know, quite a while ago? Um, and and that, that I can put in. So yeah, yeah. I don't Excellent. know. You probably I know this probably only aired once in the UK, but the one that they've done a loose cannon 
I'm sure most fans would yeah. like to see that. That one uh, Dog Mass Friend is the Christmas special they had. Mm-hmm. That one, because we saw well, what they did the loose con- cannon construction just looked like it was like a, it was kind of like a funny episode. It was like kind right. of just off the wall type, yeah. like a, almost yeah. like a slapstick comedy episode. Or right. Something. And um, it, it was good because I knew they meant it to be um, a Zed Cars takeoff. So I put all the characters in from Zed Cars. Um, yeah. You know, I could I could do that. No, nobody was worried about it uh, at the time. They couldn't do it because they were afraid it would make Zed cars look a little silly. Um, I thought, hey, I don't mind making anything look silly, you know. Mm. <laughs> so I, I did it. Well done, excellent. Can I, can I say something, to, John? We're gonna have to wrap it up. Can Can you do a say? About okay, that? I can try it. Let me see. I'm not an actor. I'm a writer. <laughs> yeah. um, you did, but you can't say I did say in Holiday Inn once. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's let's give it a try. Hi, I'm John Peel, and you are listening to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast. Perfect. Yeah, yeah well, okay. Yeah. Well done. Thank you, John. <laughs> Have you got time for one more question? So I know that Robert seemed to want to ask you something. No, I was just going to say, um, when I uh, got the animation of um, uh, Power of the Daleks mm-hmm. and Evil of the Daleks, have to say that your books provided a very good uh, template for how I imagine things. So it was, I, I think you were quite spot on with it. I tried to be. Um, I mean, I, I, was, I just felt so honoured to do those, um, Power and Evil, because uh, David Whittaker's Doctor Who and the Daleks book was really one of the formative books yeah. in my growing up. And that's what I based a lot of my actual writing style on was, was um, you know, David Whittaker. So yeah, yeah. to be able to, to take his scripts and turn them into, into novels was just absolutely amazing for me. It was just such yeah. an honor. I, I liked his take. <laughs> no, um, I, I'd never met David. Um, I was hoping. No, no, he and died young, didn't he? Yeah, he he died shortly before I I could arrange a meeting. Which have you a, met any of the other people who wrote Doctor on on the screen TV screen? Have you oh, met I've met him? yeah, I've met quite a few. Okay, um, but um, shame, it's a shame I never met David because he was the one I admired the most. I think. Did you ever meet Robert Holmes? Did you meet Robert? Uh, Holmes? No, I didn't meet Robert, um, but I've met a bunch of others. I, I had a wonderful time talking to Dennis Spooner and oh, Jerry Davis, Terence Dix, Terence Dix. Yes, yes. Ter- Terence and I had a great time needling one another. <laughs> it was great fun. I was mentioning earlier in the park, I'd met Terence a long time ago. One yeah. of the we've, Doctor Who conventions. We've got now. people wandering in for his uh, for his panel, so I think we better uh-huh. shut it off. Okay. Yeah. Clear off you lot. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> well done, Kirby. Well done, Matthew. And lovely to hear from you, Jason, again. And thanks, everybody, that came into them bothered to listen to us. So, um, yes, it's been great. Well done. Yeah. I thought this was going to be short. Yes. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks, this is, Kirby. This is one of our better uh, live uh, the podcasts. It was indeed, Mary. The wonders the of modern right. technology. <laughs> 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 Thank you, everybody. Enjoy the rest of the event. Bye. 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 Round of applause. I don't get that very often. Round of applause. Wow. Yeah. Oh, right. Um,
suppose I suppose we can carry on. I don't know if he's disconnected us at that end, but a few more bits and bobs to to uh, go on with. I'm not, we're not going to do what we watched this week, Mary. So you can be pleased about that, even though, <laughs> even though I did watch some stuff this week. Oh, we're still we're still connected. They'll they'll switch us off in a minute at that end. Um, I, I gotta clear off this table, so bye. Bye, thanks, Kirby. Hey, Kirby. Okay, so I, I did, did <laughs> talk. <Thank> you. <laughs> did talk briefly about Portsmouth Comic Con. Uh, I was there over last weekend with the press pass. It was lovely having the press pass. It didn't actually get me much. Uh, on next week's show, I may put the couple of audios. I, I had a chat with Kurt, who runs the event, and one of the, the minions that was looking after uh, Peter Davison, Colin Baker, and uh, Nicola Bryant's queue. Uh, had an interview with them too, but I couldn't actually get... I didn't. I could have got one with Colin. He was very colony, very you know, very nice chap, always happy to help and talk and whatnot. But like I say, we've talked to him loads of times. Uh, Nicola was going to do an interview but then she said she had to leave early on the Sunday because one of her relatives had a fall and uh, wrote down an, uh, her email thing for me to contact her agent or whatnot. So I've sent the email hoping that something might come back uh, whether it be inquiry about her coming to one of my events or whether I can actually do an interview with her on the show or, or, or not you know we'll find out who it's. so it's in the pipeline hopefully that'll happen but the event itself Portsmouth Comic Con absolutely amazing it's the first day was sold out um it was a very hot day it was the atmosphere there the only th- problem I'd say it's on about five different levels so you can get lost it's like a maze you can get lost quite easily but there's something for everybody there it's an absolutely wonderful event and uh, I'd wish I'd gone to it before that um, and the people that are running it are nice as well. So the two days that we were there was was a very enjoyable two days. I know Roy was in there in the in the Doc Two exhibition. He stayed there for the whole thing, so I don't think he saw anything, uh, and he didn't get give out enough leaflets for FantasyCon. So me and Mick on the on the Sunday were basically handing them out to cosplayers around the event. So um, it's I think it was quite a good uh, networking thing for FantasyCon. Um, we got a sponsorship from Red Funnel Ferries, which is great. So that's going to save us quite a lot of money because uh, they're going to provide transport for some of our guests coming from the mainland. And also they're going to put up an advert on their view screens on their ferries, which is going to be fantastic yeah, for getting the word around. So that's a really, really positive thing for Fantasy Gone. Yeah. And um, yes, yeah, so that's all good news, really. Uh, the Peter Davison thing, he hasn't, you know, he didn't speak to us. It's not a no yet, but... Uh, uh, Deb, my wife, Deb, did tell us a sad story of when she was a child and she bumped into Peter at a Doctor Who, um, what they used to call him in those days, Longleat thing. There's a Doctor Who thing and uh, event in Longleat, which Peter was at, and he, she bumped into him in, in, in the stairwell. Oh, can I have your autograph? Uh, if you want an autograph, you'll have to write to the BBC. And off he went. And that upset mm. her and made her cry, and she's always thought quite negatively of him <laughs> because of that so it would be nice to have that particular um memory sort of erased and replaced with a nice one um mm. but i had heard sort of things about nicola not being approachable she was very approachable very nice she didn't want to do it into but she was very nice lady it's my phone's ringing hang on why's my phone ringing hang on bear with <laughs> isabella i'm still recording the show Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, I was just I was just saying I was on my way home. What a what a good girl you are. Okay. Uh, the door will be open for you. Thank okay. you. Bye. Bye. Timing and everything. Um 
so yeah, so lots and lots of positive things coming um, on the back of uh, certain recent events regarding uh, FantasyCon. Like we've already announced uh, Samantha Howe, uh, David Howe's coming, obviously brilliant because he's a very interesting chap anyway and that's a t- buy two one get one buy two get one free no hang on buy one get one free <laughs> um and there are other guests uh, to be announced and inquiries to be had we're really going down the in- increasement of professional cosplayers uh, writers we've got obviously samantha screenwriter book writer um and uh, comic people as well because um Corkhead's comics which has been started up by our, our old friends heroes who used to sponsor us obviously um they have dan digby as their comic artist so they've just started their own comic um so they'll be there obviously would be anyway but they're, they're just on the process of launching this thing we've got uh, dead star is it dead star publishing coming over from wales we've got cosplayers coming over from wales so it's um I think it's more of a comic style event this time because we've sort of missed a few genres last time, got a bit of criticism over it. Um, but now we're sort of filling those gaps in a little bit. I think it's just getting balances right. Maybe we get too many guests or you know, celebrity guests, more, no, ease back on that because people really want to see writers or they want sellers, they want this, that and the other. You know. It's just getting that balance right. And I, I feel that we're starting to, to get that right now. Um, and uh, the most important thing for me is people having fun, people cosplaying, because that's what I, I enjoy most, looking around, seeing the effort people have gone to get their costumes for us, basically. I know they're doing it for themselves, but I feel like it's for us. They've gone to the bother to come to the event. They've paid to come to the event, and um, and some of the cosplayers we had last year were absolutely amazing. So, well, yeah, so it's... spent um, a lot of money on them, too. Absolutely, and there's a lot of effort. Well, I've seen one chap yeah. uh, at Portsmouth Comic Con, basically... Oh, no, they went to Riverfest on the Isle of Wight, and the, they uh, basically made this costume, and most of it was out of little bits of rolled up and, and sort of folded up paper. He made this sort of, like, clawed hand, but it was just paper. But mm-hmm. it's still cosplay. It's still someone making it themselves, you know. I, I, thought, I thought it was really fab. So, um, a new series of Star Trek... Um, What's it called again? Star Trek. Strange New Strange World. Is, is on next there's, week. There's it. So that'll be. I'll be talking about that uh, without spoilers, of course. But that's coming up, so I'm looking forward to that. I've got for a few more episodes of Picard, so I'll be talking about that at some point. And um, so next you week. You haven't finished Picard yet? No, I'm naughty, aren't I? I've got time. I do lots of stuff. Oh, um, lots goodness. of family research, which has come up trumps. So I'm so excited about what I've discovered on the family research front, which I talked about last week. Um, next week, I believe I'm busy. I think this has already agreed that I would be busy. Um, oh, it's Father's Day. I'm not busy. I might. We might be doing a show next week. Cause, uh, <laughs> oh, see, oh, no, we won't. No, sorry, we won't. Because more exciting news for next week, for right. me personally, is that me and Deb bought Isle of Wight Festival tickets last year, um, really cheap because you know, early birth stuff. And then John Giddings, who runs the Isle of Wight Festival, was... I. I I heard on the grapevine that he was looking for someone to film some backstage stuff. Uh, so I said, I'll do it, I'll do it. And he said, do you realise that you're not going to get paid for this? No, no, it's an honour, do it. Anyway, so we got the job after waiting about three or four weeks for him to actually answer it. Uh, so we sold our festival tickets. And with these backstage passes, if they are what I think they are, are going to be amazing. We're actually, he told us we're filming the um, acoustic stage in the artist village. So basically, the artist for the event will be in this sort of like camp within behind the main stage 
and were filming any acoustic sets that happened in there. So the chances of seeing some famous people is quite high. So it's very exciting, a complete departure for us for having been to the Olive Festival for many years to be behind everything and you know, and with basically those passes we can go everywhere we like apart from the the main backstage or the main stage. But you've got the big top where they've got big stars up there as well. It's a fascinating, exciting weekend coming up next weekend. So I won't be doing the show because I'll be at the Olive Festival. Uh, the following week I'm filming, so the next possibility of recording is the 2nd of July. Um, so that'll be a little stopgap between another dip because I've got a show the following week. But 2nd of July, everybody, where we'll be talking about uh, the departure of the ponds because it's that. I'm going to have to angels, watch that again. Angels you know. take Manhattan. <laughs> but I think everybody that's um, you know, listened to the show this week will agree that. It's best to think pessimistically. I, I, my life is run by thinking agree, pessimistically. Because you're never going to get disappointed. And then you get John Barrowman exactly. totally unexpectedly yeah, coming on the show. Really? Yeah, that was great. Well, it was absolutely amazing. So it's so one of the highlights over all the years I've done this show uh, t- for that to happen. So I, I, it's a genuine well done, Kirby and, and Matthew and everybody there that, that managed to get that to happen. So really to you, Ed. Uh, good for you that you got him talking about a subject that he cares a lot about. I can't remember asking him now. It's all gone over in a bit of a haze. I might have to re-listen to this episode. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks you guys for for coming on and um, you know, seeing you again in July now. And uh, and thanks to everybody who's listening, watching, taking part in the show, even at Conquistorbris. Bye. Bye. Fancy pants, scarecrow. Yeah, yeah <laughs> goodbye, fancy pants, scarecrow. Yeah.
The 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast is an APV Services production, sponsored by whoone.co.uk and lavazi.co.uk. We are proud members of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended. The music on this podcast is covered by limited online music license from PRS for Music. Licence reference LE 0030512.